Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. Hello, everybody. WMMR, Philadelphia. Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping, you want towels? Want towels. Need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want men for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR with Preston Elliott. You will listen to every damn word I Steve Morrison. Words are like bullets. Plus, Casey Boyd. Lay off me, I'm starving. Kathy Romano. I'm going to destroy everything you own. Nick McElwain. I'm just not the, the hero type. And Marissa Magnata. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. And now, Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. begins another work week, a full work week. Welcome back to your friend Preston and Steve program. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is November 27th, a Monday. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, it's Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday! Consumers are scouring the internet for online deals as they begin to cap off the five-day post-Thanksgiving shopping bonanza with Cyber Monday. Even though e-commerce is now part and parcel of our everyday lives and much of the holiday shopping season, Cyber Monday, a term coined back in 2005 by the National Retail Federation, continues to be the biggest online shopping day of the year thanks to the deals and the hype the industry has created to fuel it. For several major retailers, the Cyber Monday sale is a days-long event that begins over the weekend. Amazon, for example, kicked off on Saturday and runs through Monday. They're also focusing on small businesses uh, where you can get cyber deals through them. Uh, Target's two-day event began overnight on Sunday, while the Arkansas-based Walmart kicked off its most recent discount Sunday evening. Consumer spending for Cyber Week uh, for the five major shopping days between Thanksgiving and Cyber Monday provides a strong indication on how much shoppers will be spending during the holiday season. Shoppers have been resilient this year in the face of the stubbornly high inflation, which recently reached its low point in more than two years, but remains painfully apparent in areas like auto and health insurance and some groceries like beef and bread. But consumers are also relying on savings to fuel their shopping and are facing more pressure from credit card debt, uh, which has been on the rise along with uh, delinquencies. They've also been embracing buy now and pay later. Uh, the payment plans, which allows shoppers to make payments over time without typically charging interest, a model some analysts believe uh, can be acquiring debt too easy. The National Retail Federation expects shoppers will spend more this year than last year, but the pace of spending will slow, growing 3% to 4% compared to 5.4% in 2022, the nation's largest retail trade group said earlier this month. Did you go out on Black Friday or no? I did. You did. Yes. Uh, and what was the condition of the, uh, the, sh- the shopping scenario? There was no one there. No one there. I don't think people Black Friday shop at least in store anymore. Right. And listen, I went out because I go out every year, and um, I kind of go to look for ideas because I'm uh, in that that you know that phase right, right, where it's right, hard yeah. to to shop for uh, some people. So, uh, but it was the exact same deals that were online, and, okay. and some of the deals that had been in place. At least I went to Target uh, had been in place for a few days prior to to Black Friday. So I was seeing actually a number of videos posted on uh, YouTube of people who are going out and showing how on 
uh, crowded. Yeah. Like like Best Buy and, and like years ago, you the would line see would, lines. Yeah, they would people ha- sleeping overnight. Yeah, they they'd have like the gate set up out in front right, of Best Buy. Yeah. Now Best Buy, I do, I went there as well. Uh, they did have a security guard out front, and yeah. I at, f- at first I thought, were they expecting a crowd? But I right, think it was right. just like for theft reasons. You know, they just wanted to have <laughs> <laughs> extra sh- security there that they don't normally have, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I really just saw the same deals that were online. Uh, but today is Cyber Monday, and they're saying that uh, you know there are some deals out there, and I like. I liked that Amazon, um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but they do have a whole, like if you go to Amazon.com slash small business, it's all little businesses I like that, that put their stuff, stuff up on Amazon. And so there's apparently Cyber Monday deals through them. A 48-year-old man was arrested on Sunday in connection with the shootings of three college students of a Palestinian descent in Burlington, Vermont, police said. Jason J. Eaton was detained at about 3.30 near the site of the shooting, the Burlington Police Department said in a press release. Uh, a search warrant of his home later in the evening gave investigators prosecutors probable cause to believe that Mr. Eaton perpetrated the shooting, police said. Eaton was arrested late Sunday and is expected to be arraigned this morning. The college students uh, had been wounded Saturday night in a shooting in Burlington, Vermont by an unidentified gunman who opened fire at them without speaking, police said in a statement on Sunday. A preliminary investigation by the Burlington Police Department determined the three students, all in their 20s, were shot outside of the home of one of the victim's relatives, which they were visiting for Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving holiday. You may want to fill up your tank if you're in New Jersey as some gas stations in the Garden State offer fuel for less than $3 a gallon. What? Travel experts with Gas Buddy say gas prices have continued to drop for the last three months, which is, uh, which is good news for those who decided to hit the road over the Thanksgiving holiday. Right now, the Camden metro area is down 50 cents compared to this time last year. When it comes to the Philadelphia metro, AAA says prices are down 38 cents from last year. Uh, a Gas Buddy chart gives a good look at the dr- uh, drastic price difference since record high prices reached $5 a gallon in some areas during the summer of 2022. Overall, prices appear to be headed downward once again into the final month of 2023. Regular unleaded was $2.93 at a Phillips 66 in New Jersey, and prices could drop even lower, they're saying, later today. I took advantage of that sheets thing over the weekend and yeah, paid a, right. a buck 96 on uh, wow. Wednesday on the drive down to Virginia. And that's then insane. Buck 96 on the way back up. Yeah, see, you have to use the app, and they only do it one or two times a year, but um, I don't know. It was like twenty dollars to fill the entire tank. Felt Why the hell not? Felt pretty awesome. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, twenty dollars compared to like seventy. Exactly. See, I cut my gas with cooking oil, caffeine. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. How did the car run afterwards? It, it still seems to be working okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. Win win. <laughs> In sports this morning. <laughs> They did it again. The Eagles won coming back to beat the Buffalo Bills 37-34 to in overtime last night at the link. Jalen Hurts threw for three touchdowns, ran for two more, and outdueled the Bills' Josh Allen while rallying the Eagles from a 17-7 halftime deficit for the second straight. Jake Elliott tied the game with a 59-yard field goal in the rainy and windy conditions with 20 seconds remaining. After the Bills went ahead with a field goal on the first possession in overtime, Hurts ran for the score that made the Eagles the only 10-1 team in the NFL. Hurts connected on passes to Devonta Smith for 17 and 11-yard receptions in overtime, and 
DeAndre Swift had a 16-yard run to help set up the walk-off touchdown. The Eagles are at home again this weekend and will play the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday at 425. Both the Sixers and the Flyers also won over the weekend. The Sixers are at home tonight and will host LeBron James and the LA Lakers. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. And the Flyers, who have won six out of their last eight games, are at home tomorrow night <clears> and will host the Carolina Hurricanes at 730. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks a bunch, Kath. Uh, we welcome you back to a Monday. Feels good to be here again with your friends. And we have a lot of stuff, actually, to give away this week. I was just taking a glance at our sheet of stuff. And we're going to start with our Word of the Week prize. We have two festive gift packages from Omaha Stacey. Very festive. Very festive. Uh, So we'll give those away. And uh, we also like, for the lesson question this week, tickets to see David Spade this Saturday at the Miller Theater. He doesn't get through these parts often. That's pretty awesome. So we'll have your chance to win that. And then uh, at some point we'll have a pair of tickets to the uh, number one rated Birds Home Tailgate coming up. It just keeps Uh, coming. Yep, that'll be on the 3rd and before they take on San Francisco. And then a bunch of other things that I'm looking up as, as Looking at as far as uh, beers go and things, beers and whatnot. Sporting events and your other manly things. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff to give away this week, which is a wonderful thing. Uh, we're also going to have guests on the program today. Eddie Alvarez is stopping by. Eddie's a regular, uh, and he's now involved in bare-knuckle fighting. The championship is coming up this Saturday in Salt Lake City, Utah. Have you ever seen some of these bare-knuckle matches? No, not, Dear God. Not, not bare... I mean, yeah. I, I, I've seen, obviously, UFC stuff, but right, the yeah. bare-knuckle... It's not too far off. I mean, the yeah. padding that they wear in those, those gloves in the MMA... MMA fights, very little, very very little. Uh, yeah. What I've seen, and I'm yeah. sure I've seen skewed highlight reels to oh, show sure. the brutality of it, but it's pretty, it's pretty badass. Uh, and Eddie isn't it badass? Yeah, he's gonna yeah. be stopping by this morning, so we'll talk to him and see how things are going as he gets ready to take on Mike Perry in the championship this Saturday. Kathy says she wants to pick a fight with him today. So. <laughs> with today, yeah, today's yeah. the day. Like, he said something disparaging about Target. Bro, <laughs> down, man. Yeah, gonna go at him. All right. Well, we've got a lot to get to today. Let's take a break. Come back in a second the entertainment report and stupid question are on the way when we return so hang out for a spell see what you've been hearing with WMMR.com's video on demand watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans station events and take a peek behind the scenes at the station you'll marvel at how anything gets done around here WMMR.com Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. 
Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's give something away. We have a stupid question. We're going to give away a $50 Gabe's gift card. All right. And the question that I will ask you is this. Which team won the very first NBA game? Huh. 215-263-WMMR. First game in the NBA that was played. Who won that game? 215-263-WMMR. I'll mention some birthdays while we're waiting for that call today being the 27th day of November. There's a fair number of them. We'll start with uh, actor Fisher Stevens. Um, oh, wow. You definitely know from Short Circuit. Yeah. Uh, but he is a character actor that's been in tons and tons and tons of stuff and recently had a really nice run on Succession. Like the Oh, was he on Succession? Last couple of seasons, he became a pretty important character. Yeah. So he was years and years and years involved with Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, no yeah, kidding. That was his girlfriend for wow. many years. And Mike Jarrett came in and broke and him up. Broke and, him up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, she Lose was the zero and in, get with the hero. Infatuated with him. But uh, I always liked him. And he's uh, he's been in, like like I said, loads of things. Sometimes just a bit role. Other times he, he hangs in there. Uh, but he is 60 years old today. Um, let's see. You have actress La- Lashana Lynch, hmm. who is in the Marvel Universe. She played Maria Rambo. Oh, I like her. Which okay. meant she was recently featured in the Marvels, right? She's in that movie. Yeah. Yes. I haven't seen it yet, so... Yeah, it's all right. You yeah. know where I think she was in WandaVision? I thought she was great. Yeah, yeah she was. Yeah. So she's 36 years old today. Uh, then we have actress Robin Givens, uh, former wife of Mike Tyson. He's right. Uh, that was a pretty... Yeah. Brutal situation. Uh, those shut two up, woman. Together, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's there what was he was that like. Super uncomfortable. Barbara Walters interview. You remember that whole thing? Yep. Like, I haven't seen her in anything though. Like yeah. ever. Yeah. It, in anything ever? Well, I mean, since <laughs> then, you okay. know what I mean. Yeah. No, yeah. no I, yeah. yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. So she's. Uh, I'm not sure what she's up to. Case. Uh, she turns 59 years old today. Um, Nick's looking her up. Is she still working? Steve. She did a Christmas movie. Did she? It's called A New Diva's Christmas Carol. A new- Oh, I think I've seen that one, Nick. Uh, it's got Vivica A. Fox and Shanti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, girls, okay. girls be girls, be, girls be tripping. Yeah. So she is fifty nine. Then you have Caroline Kennedy Schlossberg, daughter of President John F. Kennedy and Jacqueline Kennedy, and she was the namesake for the the song "Sweet Caroline." Yeah. That's um, Neil Diamond wrote that about her. She was just a little kid at the time, but he loved that name, Caroline. I think it's a life well lived when you can end up with the last name Schlossberg. Schlossberg. Uh, she is 66 today. Uh, Michael Vartan, actor. Uh, movies like Alias, or, or no, shows like Alias, Monster in Law. He was in Never Been Kissed. He played the, yeah, the um, male lead in that. He right. was 55. Uh, it's Jaleel White's birthday oh, today. We love Jaleel White. Urkel from Family Matters is uh, 47 years old today. Yeah, I, I've always liked him. His, uh, his finest Oscar-winning performance, Big Fat Liar. He was great in it, Yeah, actually. Uh, Manolo... 
uh, Blanique, a Spanish shoe designer. Oh. Kathy, yeah. does that speak to you? Yeah, yeah, sure. Blanique, or does he go by is uh, it, is the first, first and second name? Manolo. It's Manolo? Yeah. Okay. And it's Blonix, isn't it? Don't they wear them in Sex in the City? Blonix. Do they? Yeah. Okay. And his real name is, is Donnie Lipschitz. What do you mean? No, what oh, do you yeah. mean? I've, I've never heard them called Blonix. No, her Latin, not Blanique, Blanique. Blonix. Okay. That's how you said the last name. So he is, he or she? He. Manolo, ends in an O, I guess, right? Uh, 81 years old today. Uh, Brooke Langton in the movie The Replacements. She's the female lead. Ah, the, the bar owner yeah, and the cheerleader. Yeah, I love that movie. Uh, Steve, she was also in a movie you've mentioned a few times. Or was it a show? Last Ship. Oh, The Last Ship. Yeah, she's excellent in The Last Ship. Um, so she is 53 today. Victoria Gotti. Oh, wow. Growing up Gotti. Daughter I, of late boss John Gotti. That is, show was just unbearably bad. 61 today. Then you have Bill Nye, the science guy. Oh, you Mr. know what? Mr. Bowtie. I heard his full, actual, like, proper name is William New Year's Eve. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Last name is spelled N-Y-E. Yeah. Okay, no, I did not. William New Year's Eve. I had no idea. Uh, So he is uh, 68 years old today. And then the last birthday I saw is uh, actress Allison Pill, who in uh, Scott Pilgrim, uh, she plays Kim, the drummer. She's great as that. Uh, The Newsroom, she's in Milk, a lot of good stuff. She's 38 One more for you, Press. All right, please. Oh! Yes. Booger's birthday today. Hey! Curtis Armstrong. Curtis Armstrong. We can't Uh, forget that. He's 70 today? Yes, sir. Wow, 70-year-old booger. Yeah. Uh, so, so they've started running uh, Moonlighting. I think it's on Hulu. Oh, yeah, oh, really? yeah, yeah. He was yeah. great on Moonlighting. Yeah, that's right. And you know what? We had a chance. We spoke to him, and, and we we told him we were so surprised about his role in the movie Ray. Yeah. Amit Erdogan, and he was great. He was excellent in that role. He kept picking his nose. Yeah, but, but you know, still... we, we understood that was a habit. <laughs> uh, and, of course, he played Charles Damar. Yeah. That's right. Uh, from that's Better right. Off Dead. I'm no dummy. He's got Bush. Yes. Uh-huh. We've got Bush. Oh. Booger, so happy birthday to Chris. No, he played I'm a sure. character named Booger, obviously, but he, I didn't know this until just now, Preston. He also played a character named Snot on uh, American Dad. <laughs> Booger and Snot? Oh, so really? Played, yeah, yeah. His, his name was Shmuley Snot Lonstein on American Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Guess he needed a little money. Yeah. <laughs> needed a paycheck. Uh, so 70 years old. Wow. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Uh, what team won the very first NBA game? 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Ron. Hey, Ron, good morning, bud. Good morning, guys and gals. Hey, Ron, what team won the first NBA game? That would be the Knicks. He's right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they won it, Ron. You won, too. We're going to give you a $50 games gift card. Get huge discounts of up to 70% off mall store prices on brands like Hurley, Realtree, Stanley, Carhartt, Disney, Bear Paw, Mattel, Fisher-Price, and big athletic brands, too, uh, that are too big to say. And if it's on their wish list, you can get it for less at Gabe's. Visit gabesstores.com for more information. At the box office. The number one take was uh, The Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Second week. Made $28.8 million and beat out Napoleon, uh, which came in second at only $20.4 million. Uh, followed by Wish, Trolls Band Together, Thanksgiving. Uh, the Marvels was sixth. Then you had The Holdovers, Salt Burn, Next Goal Wins, and number 10 was the Taylor Swift Eras Tour. So movies, kind of eh. Yeah, yeah, for this holiday season. But you know what? 
the stars celebrated Thanksgiving. Oh. You know what they did? They're I just, love to think of them celebrating Thanksgiving. They're just like us. Yeah, they so much like us. So uh, a bunch of the stars posted. Let things. me ask you: did, did a lot of them gather for for meals with their families? Families, yeah, mainly oh, yeah. is what happened. Yeah, and on Saturday, Kelly Cuoco shared a photo uh, to Instagram of herself and Tom Pelfrey mm. with their seven month old baby Matilda in front and decorate a de- in front of a decorated Christmas tree. Uh, they wrote, "Grateful." is an understatement. We are so thankful for our amazing, loving families in this little bundle of heaven. Tildy's first Thanksgiving was perfect. Tildy. I like how she went topless with that photo. It was nice of her to do that. Uh, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, posted a video on Friday on Instagram featuring himself singing Billy Joel's Just the Way You Are alongside his wife Lauren and and musician Eric Zane, who played the piano. And he wrote a little Thanksgiving tickling in the ivories with the two beautiful voices and talents and me just making up lyrics to an all-time classic. Was Eric there with his brother Zubba? Uh, no, Zubba's name uh, was not there. Oh. Uh, but hopefully next year he'll <laughs> yeah, be invited to the party. They're estranged. Zubba, Zubba. There's some estrangement in the Zane family. Zane. Yeah. Uh, but Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith shared black and white snapshots of their family to Instagram. A perfect Thanksgiving day. Get uh, my wife's turkey out your mouth. The actor wrote, <laughs> I hope yours was as well. Uh, one photo showing Will kissing Jada on the forehead. Wouldn't that be great? A picture of him smacking someone in the back of their head as they're eating. Right. Saying, get my wife's turkey out your mouth. That would work quite nicely. That'd be perfect. That's a nice family shot. And then finally, uh, Scout Willis, daughter of Bruce Willis and Demi Moore, shared a video to her Instagram stories on Thanksgiving showing her father reaching out to grab her hand. So I didn't see that, but just read about that. And that must be yes. a very touching, nice post to make. Uh, Tiffany Haddish was arrested for driving under the influence uh, uh, on uh, Friday morning in uh, Beverly Hills. The actor reportedly fell asleep behind the wheel on Beverly Drive. Deadline reports that her car was stopped, but the engine was still running. And this comes after she was arrested in Atlanta last year on similar charges. Uh, she later addressed her arrest at the Laugh Factory in Long Beach, California. An audience member asked her what happened last night. And she said, ah, oh, damn, you tell me. I don't know. And then she told a, uh, a joke similar to the one that she's told on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon last year. She said, I prayed to God to send me a man with a job, preferably in a uniform, and he answered my prayers because God believes in me. A friend of a friend one time fell asleep, had been drinking at an intersection. It was about... Like three o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, and the the cops came over and and busted you know, or yeah, busted him. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, it definitely happens. There was uh, one night, Rochelle and I, when we lived uh, in our first apartment together, we came back um, from you know I forgot where we were, but anyhow, and there was a guy, yeah, who was one of our neighbors, <laughs> and he was sitting in his car, and the car was running, and he oh, was out no. cold. And man, when I tell you, yeah, we tried everything we could. To wake that guy up, and he just, he wasn't dead. Yeah. He would not wake up. And we just, we turned off the car, we took the keys out, and we just let him stay. He in was there. just so tie tie. He was <laughs> way too tie tie. I mean, but stop and think about it. So that level of inebriation with tiredness, oh. that, well, at least they're not moving, but that could have easily ended. Oh, yes. In a horrible situation. Yeah. The, the dude barely made yeah. it back. And, uh, yeah, you, you, when you're that gone, you have 
you don't remember driving home. Mm. You know, it's insane. Police can easily... take you in simply for a tie tie. Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, for a tie tie. <laughs> so you got to come with me, sir. You're too tie tie. Yep, too tie tie. Hush hush. Paris Hilton revealed on Instagram Friday that she and her husband Carter Reem are officially parents to a baby girl named London. Quit. Correct me if I'm wrong. They, they just had one, right? Yeah, the little boy. And this was, I think, I saw was... from London. Surrogate? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think both of them were. Yeah. Well, at least I think the first one was. Yeah, so London was welcomed to the world via surrogate. And uh, Hilton wrote, uh, thankful for my baby girl. I showed this alongside a pink baby clothes and a crochet bunny as well. So there's Paris and London. Uh, you're right. Uh, How about oh that? How about it? Take care of all of Europe. Yeah. Wait for Barcelona. Uh, People reports that Janet Lee Holden and Eric McCormack are going their separate ways after 26 years of marriage. This news tears at the fiber of our show because Uh, we are deeply (laughs) invested in Eric McCormack and his marriage. Uh, Holden cited irreconcilable differences in her uh, divorce filings. The pair. I hate you. Yeah, that's it. You know, that's definitely... Isn't that what it comes down to? I hate you. I hate you more than anything in this damn world. Uh, so the pair first met on the set of Lonesome Dove in 1994 and were married in 97. They share a 21-year-old son named Finnegan Holden McCormick. I do huh? like that name. We're looking at a picture of them in our studio. And and if you told me that this was a picture of Eric and his twin sister, Dude, I would believe you. I, I was thinking huh? the same thing. Mm-hmm. Their their smile is everything. Pre- and a smile and eyes are pretty identical. You're right, Case. Yeah. Yeah, they look a lot alike. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe that's what drove them apart. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. wake up in the morning yeah, yeah, and yeah. see the other face and go, huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Every morning for Sis? 26 years. Bro? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they've, uh, they have hung it up after 26 years. Now, speaking of uh, marriages breaking up, this is interesting. Uh, Brigitte Nielsen is leaving the past in the past. In a recent interview with People, uh, the actor said that she has barely spoken to her ex-husband, Sylvester Stallone, since the pair went their separate ways in the 1980s. You know what I used to call her, right? No. I used to call her my Tower of Power. Your Tower of Power. Uh, you refer to her the Tower of Power. Is that part of what maybe broke up the relationship? Yeah, everything broke up our relationship. Oh. She, didn't, she like... didn't turn in a good enough performance in Cobra. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot she was in Cobra. It's horrible. Uh, so she said, my marriage to Sylvester Sloan was so long ago uh, that I never think about him. Sometimes it feels like it never even happened. Uh, the pair were married from 1985 to 1987. I'd love to stand in front of you and kiss your navel. She said, uh, <laughs> she added with a laugh, I have no idea what that guy is up to. She said, you move on, you know. You're so busy doing other things that it can be like, wait, uh, what was his name again? Do you know what hate, who hated her? Oh. Stallone's mother. Oh, really? Despised her. Any idea what the uh, what the angst was? Or oh, just... Just thought, she just thought she was a money grubber. Oh, yeah. Okay. After his money. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> I've grown to like Brigitte Nielsen um, just on, on the quirkiness quirkiness level, but yeah. Uh, yeah, at that time she was pretty much she'd done Red Sonia. Yeah, I was wondering what she. I mean, she was in Rocky or yeah. which Rocky? Four. Yeah, Cobra. She's in four. 
She was in four. Right. And uh, and then Cobra, I've completely forgotten. I know you went back and watched it not oh, that I long ago it. and oh said it was God. just, just unbelievable. Dude, I yes. did too. He, he, he tries to joke. I'm like, what are you? Are, are you a, yeah. uh, like a, uh, kind of uh, like a. Where are you folks from? <laughs> <laughs> Why do they call it a parkway when you're driving and a driveway when you're parking? Waka, waka, waka. Yeah. I liked her in Beverly Hills Cop too. That's right. She was in that. She's kind of the bad girl in that. Uh, but uh, yeah, beyond that, I don't know. Is she still acting? Even I don't. I have no idea. I remember her on stuff. I remember her on one of those surreal life. Oh yeah, with Flea. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they, was, they ended up poking up. Right, they had a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, so she was in a thing called The Guardians of Justice. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. So I guess six she, episodes. Some roles here and there. Oh, she was in. Creed 2. Yeah, she put, she came oh. back for uh, Drago's... She played Mickey. No, she didn't play Mickey. <laughs> no, but she's the mother of the boxer that yeah, right. she's fighting against. Yeah, yeah, Drago's yeah. wife, right? Yeah. Mommy! Yeah, yeah so... Um, that's your mommy? Uh, but anyhow, she said that it, it seems like it didn't even happen between her and Yeah, Sloan, so. yeah. But uh, if she was in Creed 2... She had zero connection to. I mean, I know Sly was not really involved in, in two right. or three, but like, I don't know. Doesn't that seem like there would at least Pass reconnect in the hallway? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, does it's going to the, get some donuts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how you but, doing? How you been? Uh, they got some bear claws back there. Uh, no, he was in Creed. He was in Creed too. He got weird, didn't it? Yeah, he was in Creed too. He was. You're right. Three. You're right. You're right. I think she's lying. Okay. I was yeah. just going over there to look at the coats. So she doesn't know. Uh, that's what she's saying anyway. <laughs> All right. I was sad to see this. Marty Croft, co-producer of iconic children's television shows, including H.R. Puffin Stuff and Land of the Lost, passed away on Saturday afternoon in California. He was 86 years old. Uh, he died of kidney failure mm. in Los Angeles, uh, surrounded by family and friends. Uh, he, along with his brother Sid Croft, are notorious for creating the hit children's television shows that span several generations of the 1970s. So they, they were responsible for, if you were to turn on the TV on any Saturday morning, you'd see a ton of Sid and Marty Croft stuff. Absolutely. And then they went on to produce, I think it was like Donnie and Marie, and they, they did, did the Brady Bunch Variety Hour. They did both of those, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so the duo was already well-known for their puppet shows when NBC asked them to produce a Saturday morning children's series, and that became H.R. Puffin Stuff, which had established itself as a fan-favorite character uh, from their live gigs. As a kid, I love Loved, loved, loved H.R. Puffin stuff. H.R. Puffin stuff. Lidsville. Well, I have the whole list here. Yeah, yeah. So Sid and Marty Croft Pictures became a household name in the 1970s, helping launch them into creating and producing family and kid shows for more than 50 years. Eventually, Marty uh, Croft would be referred to as the king of Saturday mornings. He and his brother are the brains behind the TV shows that include uh, the Bugaloos, which, by the way, over the weekend on this retro yeah. uh, account that I follow, they showed a clip of the Bugaloos. I completely forgotten about that show. It's just basically these people with wings. Can you sing the, th- the theme song? Uh, no. The Bugaloos, the Bugaloos, flying high and in the sky, flying high, flying low. And that's where I have to tap out. Steve, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty good into it. And I, I used to have a, a crush on the uh, the female Bugaloo. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. So the Bugaloos, uh, Lidsville, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. That was another of my favorites. Pryor's Place. Richard Is that Pryor. Richard Pryor? <laughs> I can't imagine it was. What? Uh, the Far Out Space Nuts. Well, Far Out Space Nuts had Bob Denver on that Bob show. Denver and Chuck McCann. Yeah. The Lost Saucer. I don't remember that one. Yeah. The Croft Super Show. Wonderbug. Oh, God. Croft Super Show had a faux band, a rock band. Do you remember that? Um, Croft no. Super Show. 
No. Oh, my God, Preston. It was, it was sort of like the glitter glam rock period. Uh, Electra Woman and Dyna Girl. I definitely remember that. Uh, Dr. Shrinker. And then, Steve, I took a little trip on YouTube to watch some of Bigfoot and Wild Boy <laughs> over the weekend. Bigfoot and Wild Boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so bad. So bad. I, so horribly bad. Did you have a crush on ISIS? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Loved ISIS. Oh, yeah, yeah. ISIS was gorgeous, yeah. man. Uh, but but the Bigfoot and Wild Boy thing was hilarious to watch. I mean, they had a guy in a Bigfoot <laughs> costume, uh-huh. and he could he only spoke broken words. Yeah. Wild Boy, go <laughs> go get water, you know, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And Wild Boy was yeah. a was a kid that he raised as his own, right? Who was missing? Basically, he was more eloquent Nell. Yeah, some of this was slightly before my time, but I remember Pryor's place, and that was Richard Pryor. All right, on that show. Yeah. Oh my god, it, I, it was I completely sort of, forgot that one. Well, Steve, it was sort of like a, um, an answer to Electric Company, or or it was it was a kid show. And All right. Richard Pryor was playing a more adult version of Richard Pryor. Wow. Uh, so in the eighties, Croft and his brothers uh, created and produced a satirical series, DC Follies, and that featured a cast of life size puppets depicting uh, prominent figures including Richard Nixon and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, the show, which ran for two seasons from 87 to 89 during primetime, became a hit among politicians as well as the public. Uh, the Croft Brothers were awarded the Lifetime Career Award at the Saturn Awards in 2003, and then they received a whole bunch of awards at the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences. They got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and so on. God, um, I remember watching those shows and then as you'd watch them and then they'd wrap up, you know, and you'd be like, ah, oh, man, you know, the, the the morning would be over and you're yeah. you're halfway through Saturday and you're just a little wild. So you're back to school. But listen, if you if you want to uh, you should show if you have kids and, and you want to show them that this was the type of entertainment that we watch. Yeah. It's on YouTube. They yeah. will not believe that we used to watch stuff like that, probably. What I loved about Puff and Stuff Preston is that he had googly eyes. Yeah. And when he would move his head around, sometimes the eyes would lock in place and it yep. would look like he was having a stroke. Yep. It was a, it was pretty low-budget stuff, but uh, I loved it. Yep. Loved it as a kid. Uh, let's see. How about uh, this? Bradley Cooper. Uh, would be happy to reprise his role in the Hangover franchise. Huh. Uh, he was asked recently, are you done with the fun? You know, and they said, uh, the interviewer asked if, if another kind of comedic role came along, if it was three months of your life, not Hangover 5, but something similar of spirit. He said, well, I would do Hangover 5. He said, I would do Hangover 4 first, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'd probably do Hangover 4 in an instant. He said, I love, just because I love Todd Phillips, I love Zach Galifianakis, I love Ed Helms so much. That'd be cool. You think you would consider doing Doing it as Leonard Bernstein? Maybe. Right. He I'm said, I probably would. However, Cooper said that he doesn't think Todd's ever going to do that. No. But he he said he'd be game for it. Yeah, he uh, was at the game last night, by the way. Was he? Yeah. yeah. No He's been kidding. at all of them, right? He was, uh, he was on TV a lot last night. They kept showing Jeffrey Lurie's box, and uh, and it was Jeffrey Lurie, then Jeffrey's wife, and then uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, I think that rumor of him buying a house is true, because he's been around a lot. Mm, yeah, somewhere in Bucks County, right? Uh, New Hope, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Good to have our dear friend back in the area. It's so nice. Yeah, it just, you know. He's probably just waiting to reach out just to, you know. Because he knows well once he lights the match, it's going to be nuclear and that friendship is just going to rekindle. And I I was going to save the story for later on, but he carved the turkey at my house. Oh, my God. Wow. He didn't even tell us he was coming. I, you know, I, he just showed up. Was yeah. he what wearing, are they going to do, say no? Was he wearing the prosthetic nose? 
No, oh, no, 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 man. No, he's done with that. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, yeah, he'd go back to comedy, uh, given the opportunity. He's good at comedy. Uh, Deadline reports two contestants from the Netflix reality show Squid Game The Challenge are threatening to take legal action <laughs> after suffering injuries on set. Uh, the personal injury law firm Express Solicitors is representing two unnamed players who claim they suffered hypothermia and nerve damage while filming the show in the UK. During this squid competition, my client suffered hypothermia and other nerve damage, and we will not stand for it. See, and this is not emblematic of the way a squid would perform a game show. <laughs> might be a little too literal there. Uh, Express Solitors. I would like to speak directly to the squid. Uh, Express. <laughs> so we have the squid on the phone? The squid has many uh, appendages. <laughs> look, look, take your suction cup off the speaker. <laughs> We're going to sue your little beak thing right out of you. We're going to take away all your ink. Uh, you won't have a tentacle to stand on. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so the uh, they said that the, the personal injury law firm, Express Solicitors, is representing the two unnamed players. Uh, CEO, the solicitor CEO, Daniel Slade, told the outlet contestants thought they would be taking part in something fun. It was not fun. And those injured did not expect to suffer. On the phone right now <laughs> to suffer <laughs> as they did. Don't give me none of that. Uh, now they've been left with injuries after spending time being stuck in painful stress positions in cold temperatures. We put your subpoena inside a mason jar. It's your. Uh, you have to unscrew the lid to get to it. Uh, I actually I watched uh, part of an episode. Rochelle had it on. It was actually pretty good. Oh, the game show. Yeah, uh, the original Squid Games was fun as well. Uh, do they have the, so they're doing interesting things? Are they doing things yeah. that are? I, I, what I what I found was interesting is the the amount of people that they have in it and the narrowing down process, and it's like four some odd million dollars that someone's wow. going to win. Like it's a massive prize. So these four people are all bucks. in. But in that first red light green light thing, I'm like, well, how are they going to do this? They had squibs on them. Yeah. So if you if you're detected motion, they set it off. No kidding. And like you got shot. So and a squib s- is a small explosive yeah. device, you know, yeah, like right. a, like an ink uh, dye thing, and they had it on their chest. And if and if uh, if you moved and boom, it would explode. I'm like, okay, that's pretty, it's a pretty cool way of of playing off of that, you know. So I'm, I might check out a little bit more of that. We'll have to see. So, Twilight director Catherine Hardwick shared her thoughts about a potential reboot of the hit film series on the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast recently. When asked if Janet Ortega and Jacob Elordi could play the leads, she replied, oh, that would be perfect. Uh, speaking of uh, Jacob, she said, I mean, he's amazing. He's probably, he would play Edward today. Are we, are we talking about rebooting those movies it's ridiculous. She was asked about yeah, it. Yeah. And okay. she said, I do think that there's a lot of really cool young actors uh, today. Of course, you just mentioned Jenna Ortega. She's amazing. Uh, so, you know, they're not talking about oh, actually shut up, woman. doing it, but yeah, they were talking about the scenario if it arose. I watched could be good in that. the last one in the series where they basically have Preston. You think you're watching a 20-minute battle that turns out to be... Just a thought in someone's mind, mm. like like, like you, what a waste! Like you, you have spent about twenty minutes watching a battle where people, characters you're supposed to ostensibly care about, are being murdered and dismembered. But it was just like, oh, this might happen. Oh, really? And then it happens completely the other way. God, I, I never, mean, what a goddamn waste! I didn't see any of that, any of that <laughs> stuff. Uh, so Natalie Portman 
would not encourage young people to become child actors. Hmm. Uh, the Black Swan star, who's now 42, launched her career at the age of 12 when she starred in the action film The Professional in 1994. And she admits that it's only down to luck and having overprotective parents that she wasn't harmed. Do we have a clip of Stop her? Stop looking at me, Swan. Yeah. That's a great yes. She won the Oscar for that. Uh, she said, I would not encourage young people to go into this. I don't mean ever, but she said, I mean as children. I said, I feel it was almost an accident of luck that I was not harmed. Also combined with very overprotective, wonderful parents. You remember in The Professional, that was sort of a scandal, or at least controversial, that she was being sort of... um, Sexified a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Her character acted, you know... In a... Overtly. Yeah. Kind of sexy in a couple of scenes. Um, So... She said she is hopeful that the industry is looking after young performers performers better these days. Though she said, uh, "I've heard too many bad stories to think that uh, any children should be a part of it." Having said that, I know all the conversations that we've been having these past few years. It's made people more aware and careful. Uh, she said, "But ultimately, I don't believe that kids should work. I think kids should play and go to school." Uh, she has uh, a son, Alep, who is twelve, and daughter Am- Amalia, who is six, with her husband uh, Benjamin. So it's, well, now they're still together, though they were supposedly he had an affair, right? And they were supposedly estranged, but I guess they're back together. Yeah, I don't know what the official. Uh, statuses of those two, but you're right. In all these years, Preston, I've learned that that, that, um, celebrities are are just like us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Just like us. us. One last story before we move on to the clips. Uh, Paul Rudd discussed the, quote, horrible diet he was on in preparation for filming his Ant-Man movies. (laughs) He said that the diet was so restrictive that his reward was sparkling water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's no way to live. He said, that's how horrible that diet was. I was like, oh, all right, I'm going to have some sparkling water now. I've earned it. Uh, Train, workout. So I was having a lot of sparkling water. Uh, Comparing himself to his co-stars, he said that I think I worked out harder than everyone. He said, I would eat better than everyone, and I'd look worse than all of them. I had to work out all the time, eat perfectly, just to kind of look bad. So (laughs) He looked great. He did look great. And uh, somebody was pointing out that in the, the last uh, Thor, Love, and uh, Thunder, that, um, you know, Hemsworth just chiseled himself into a god. It yeah. looked amazing. Yeah. And they gave Natalie Portman <laughs> CGI of muscles. You like it? Yeah. yeah here you oh, go. they did? Yeah, they did. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I guess mystery. Well, I got, no, oh, I got okay. There we go. I get handed these clips at the last second every day. Well, you are a major journalist. This is how it works. Yeah, so just to give you a peek behind the curtain. Uh, The Dirty South is about a small town big shot that goes after the deed to a woman's family bar. Mm -hmm. And the heartbroken bartender that takes extreme measures to keep it. Here, director Matthew Yerby talks about drawing on inspiration for music from Dion DiMucci and the Belmonts. I just started listening to him one day and I was like, this girl is breaking everybody's hearts. You know, like, why why does she break everybody's hearts? And I said, okay, why is normally, like, why do women break hearts? It's because they don't have any time. So the man that roams from town to town with two fists of iron and he's always got girls all over him. I just, I wonder, like, why is he on the run. I just started creating characters and they just started talking. Shut the f*** up! <laughs> so he got that out of The Wanderer. Yeah. Uh, so The Dirty South is available on digital and on-demand platforms. Here's the next clip. 
It's Hallmark holiday movie season, and next stop, Christmas, follows a woman who wonders what life would be like if she had married an ex who became famous. Ooh. When she finds herself magically transported into the past, she has the chance to relive that Christmas and learn what is truly important. In this clip, actually, Leah Thompson talks about feeling glamorous in this movie. I get to wear the most fantastic dress, <laughs> vintage Holston. Oh, my goodness. I never felt so glamorous in my whole life. And I've had a very interesting life. I want to see you naked. Next Stop Christmas is now out on Prime. I was going through a lot of Christmas movies over the weekend. <laughs> ton of them. They had the sequel to my Lacey Chabert movie that I thought was really good the first time around. Yeah. I gotta say the sequel did not live up to the first one. Oh, no. No. Nah. You know what killed it? I'll tell you what. I think what? your father-in-law would probably agree with me on this. The, um, the, the, one of the big parts of all those is always the the, the relationship oh. that's going along. Okay. In this one, the two mains are already together. And it, it, there's less of that byplay. Okay. So it, a big part, a big cornerstone of the of the holidays movies is extracted. So I, th- I thought it was lacking in that. Yeah. Time. The biggest part of it is these two need to be together. They, they need to be together. See that? They're already together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of uh, suck the life, suck the yule tide out of hmm. it. Interesting. Yeah. So they had gotten together after the first movie, and this was the follow up to what happened They're afterwards. Together. So it ends with a proposal, but a proposal is like an inevitability. They're, they get along, you know, that's fine. Will they or won't they? Is a big Bigger question: Is that a, is that kind of an allegory for life? It is. That it's yes. nice until you're actually together, and then it's kind it's of miserable mundane. and then deflating. it's just horrible. Yeah. 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 Most <laughs> of these are analogous to the Boer War. It's my understanding. Yeah, that's where that's oh. where they're drawing. Well, we need to. Yeah. We got to go deep on this that, one. Was actually a remake loosely of the movie Breaker Morant. So okay. yeah, which is yeah similar. So uh, I've, I don't even know what language you're speaking. So <laughs> I'll just pretend like I know what you're talking about. All right. Well, welcome to Monday, friend. We have a lot going on today. Uh, Guest wise, Eddie Alvarez is going to be stopping by today. We also have a new word of the week prize. We'll tell you about that in just a little bit. Hang out for a bit because we do have several things to give away, and we will return shortly. <laughs> It's MMO's Local Shots, Artist of the Month. Coming to us from South Jersey, it's Ryan Wade. So rock and roll. Hear him on the air every Wednesday at 6.30 with your host, Brent Porsche. Search Local Shots right now at WMMR.com for even more exceptional local music. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. And the station that's always supported Philly's music scene, 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. There's uh, an article that came out. Um, Harry and Meghan, uh, the royal couple, uh, their biographer uh, has written a book. And his name, by the way, is uh, Omid Scobie. Yes. And he makes uh, some claims in his new book. Uh, some of it, it, it goes all over the place, but part of it has to do with uh, King Charles being a pampered royal. As you can imagine, and this, this some of this had floated out before, so it, it seems like it's fairly believable um, that uh, apparently he has his shoelaces ironed for him. No, his, stop it! His what? shoelaces are ironed for him. Mm-hmm. Okay, what? I had a friend what? whose uh, mother used to iron his underwear. Oh, really? Uh huh. Iron the underwear. Underwear. And so much so that as he, when he got older, he started ironing his underwear. I dated him for a little while, and I remember I was like, what, are you serious? And he yeah. was like, yeah. He's like, I iron my underwear. 
You, he was too much for you. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that says underwear? a lot. That, wow. to me, would have been the man of your dreams uh-huh. who cre- irons his underwear. But that uh, was too much. And also in the book, he reco- uh, uh, apparently his majesty insists on traveling with luxurious, perfectly steamed 1,000 thread count bed linen. Oh, so he takes his linen with he him. He takes linen so. with him and it has to be steamed. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also likes to have someone squeeze one inch of toothpaste onto his toothbrush. Oh, come on. So, yeah. Brush as part teeth. of his bedtime routine. This had come up before so that the actual toothbrush apparently will be waiting for him by with the sink. Sitting up, the brush up with one inch of toothpaste. That's a lot. That that's a that's extreme. Yeah, but you know what? Like this is how he's lived his entire life. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. No idea yeah. how how else to live. Right. He's right. Probably, you believe that I have to go into the bath? Someone yeah. won't come here and brush my teeth for me. Now, conversely, <laughs> you have somebody like Dolly Parton, right? Who is richer than you know most yeah. people in this world? Who I just watched her in an interview. She's like, I grew up as poor as you could possibly you know live, and so. And now someone puts toothpaste on my toothbrush. (laughs) (laughs) And waxes my nipples. But, like, she can afford that now. I I don't even know. I don't know if she would live like that. But but she's known both sides of it, is what I'm trying to say. He has known no other side of it. Yes, and I get that. I think at a certain point, I don't know. Listen, that that, that is his life. I don't I haven't hung out with the dude. I don't know what the the story is. To the commoners, such as we folk, it it seems. you, you, You ever see the movie Remains of the Day? No. Uh, okay, so it is, uh, you know, um, uh, Anthony Hopkins is the uh, is this butler, and he is taking care of this uh, the aris- this aristocrat in England, and this aristocrat actually they iron the newspaper well. so that the pages <laughs> fold over more uh, more correctly as yeah. he's reading the newspaper. So yeah. there's every little possible thing you can do to pamper this guy sure. is happening. Yeah, and I would imagine that someone who's in that position would want to do that type of job to make to show that they can give you the most pampered lifestyle you could ever possibly imagine. So on that level, where he's contextually, that's all he's known. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking, and I, I you know... Of our own little pampering things, you know, that, that, that we do. And I was trying to think of something that I do that is not on this level, Preston, but it's no. something that occurs to me. Claire doesn't uh, iron your Doesn't iron, no, 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 not at all. Okay. No, no, no. What, uh, I don't know if this constitutes pampering, but um, we have bags of potato chips. And, and when, oh, where are we going with this? <laughs> the bag, when it's the... It is too much of the broken smaller chips. Yes. You put and it in a Ziploc? The, I, will, I will open up another bag. Oh. And I will, I will, because I like full intact chips. Oh, yeah. Am yeah. I crazy? No, well, no, so no, wait, no, You open up another bag and what? And I, and I pour the new chips on top of the old chip cr- uh, but crumbles. you're never going to eat those crumbs. I'm never going to. I am hoping Claire eats those. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that sounds that sounds more frugal than anything. Mm-hmm. That sounds the other it's, way around. It could be I, way I, mean, it's, I it's, could it's, just it's a nice. It's it's an extra step that you're taking, but I I see that as more frugal. I could just as easily though finish off that bag and then you start could. a new bag. Yeah. Why do I? Why am I opening up another bag with yeah, that like one? Like you bag? don't want the. That's you're hoping me, somebody else will eat. That is like having my shoelaces ironed. Here, honey. Here's some chips for you. Yeah. Here's some chip shards. I don't know if this is it either, but. But um, you will never see me without nail polish on my nails. Ever. 
ever. Okay. Like that is something, and, and the price of getting your nails done is ridiculous now, and I continue to pay the price. And if if, if I don't have nail polish on my nails, I'm going that day. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, so I, the, the nail polish has, your nails has always are good. flaked off, and, and I've got an appointment that day. Yeah. Do you feel naked without uh, nail polish? Yeah, and you know what's really weird is I actually, if, if I take the nail polish off, um, my nails actually feel like a little, um, almost like like a little sore. Yeah, okay. I know. Listen, Your nails I have, feel sore. Yeah, like it, like almost needs that layer needs- over it. I guess I've just been so used to. Like they m- might even be. People say that they get um, like they'll start to like peel and get like frail. I actually have um, pretty strong nails, guys. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. Like world record. So perfect teeth, perfect vagina. The nails are to die for. No, but like people will say, if, if you get your nails done a lot and then you take it off, your nails can't handle. Like they'll break. Mine don't actually break. I could go without it if I wanted to, but I just yeah, like it just feels naked. Do you consider that self pampering? I mean, it has to. It be. has to be. Right? Right? All I'm doing is getting my nails. I'm having yeah. someone else paint my nails. I could paint my own, but I'm not going to. <laughs> no, I'm not a commoner. Uh, now I know that Nick. I'll speak for you if you don't mind. Oh, I, I would. I would put in that category the washing of the feet. Yeah, that's just a summertime thing. As though. pampering, that's only summertime. <laughs> it's yeah. Now. yeah. What's when? Yeah, but when... he's not having his feet washed. Okay. He's washing his own. Okay. Yeah. And... If you could, would you have your feet washed? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. Well, I've I mean, said this before, that. but like you know, if I, if I were to ever win the Powerball, I would uh, hire a, a trainer. Yeah. Uh, like a nutritionist slash a chef, uh, and and probably a foot washer. A foot washer. Yeah. Foot washer. yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. Uh, Mike, my foot washer. Yeah. yeah. Preston, uh, just real quick, going back to the the king here. Um, uh-huh. Did you say that he put an inch of toothpaste on his toothbrush. That's what this, uh, yeah. according to this author, I there, can't get past squeezes. That. I, 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 that's I way too much toothpaste. <laughs> an inch <laughs> long. Yeah, that's way too much. Way Not too an much. inch high. Yeah, that's a, an inch that's long. A yeah, that, yeah. That, that just stuck in my brain. You don't I, really need that much. Yeah, no, it's way half, too much. Yeah. Half of a brush. Yeah, they say Max. that uh, the size of a pea. Well, he's yeah. got big inbred choppers. That's true. That's true. Uh, I guess the most pampered thing, and I I don't do it that often, would be to get a massage. Maybe, yeah. But I, I, there was I was doing it for a while, like you know, handful of times a year. But I haven't done, I haven't had a massage in years. I mean, honestly, something- per your recommendation, I bought a membership at Hand and Stone. And yeah, like I, I go once a month, once every six that. weeks. It's so worth it. And to me, yeah, that's totally pampering. The thing that I do, and I've, I've talked about this on the air before, that that I pamper myself is I go to that men's salon. I go to uh, Shaving Grace, and right. uh, I didn't get a haircut for like three and a half years. Um, but now I've been going back, and it's like hot razor, or I mean, not hot razor, hot towel treatment, uh, straight razor. <laughs> I would, I, hey, you what's know. wrong with eating up the razor? Yeah. yeah. I have a little one, Preston, and it's actually you and I. Um, Casey treats us to a cup of Dunkin' every morning. Oh, this is true. Yeah. He brings you us our coffee. <laughs> he brings us our coffee. Yeah. No. That's true. Is there something, though, that Marissa, that you do that you know is that you a little embarrassed that you do just to... That you don't have, like for, for me. Um, I, I mean, a pedicure. I, I'm more a pedicure than a manicure. But like, I mean, somebody's washing my feet and like manicuring my toes daily. Not yeah. daily. daily. Not, not daily. <laughs> Every not single daily. day? I'm, like, That's twice. a lot of money. Jeez, my tootsies. <laughs> twice a month. And as Kathy said, like manicures and pedicures are getting expensive. It's ridiculous. It's, it's actually ridiculous. It's getting, How much does it cost? I have no idea. I don't even want to tell you what bucks. I... No. For a pedicure? Uh, uh, maybe maybe yeah. pedicure, yeah. My I don't I don't want to tell you what I what I paid for my nails because it's ridiculous. It's embarrassing. Uh huh. Okay. You do like, that's what we're looking for. You yeah. do nail art too, right? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do nail, nail art. art. 
Yeah. I have my, yeah. my holiday present nails. Yeah, <laughs> holiday present, their little ribbons and everything on the nails. I guess, you know, if we're talking about pampering ourselves. Pampering. Uh, and and uh, I, I have to moisturize my hands in the morning. Okay. You remember we were near crisis yes, situation it, at the yeah, camp out. It almost didn't work out. But I, and, and Kathy, I, I don't know if you heard me giggle while I was sitting at the desk this yeah, morning. Yeah, I did. I, I, I went to hit. So I have CeraVe is the type of uh, yeah. uh, lotion that I have. And it's uh, one of those, um, uh, the top where you, you push down on the top and it squirts out, right? Yeah. I got this. Yeah, there you go. Nick's got some <laughs> moisturizer over there. I got big but one. anyhow, I, you, you hit it. And sometimes, so we were gone for four days. And that little bit that stays oh, on, on yeah. the tip. Yeah. Kind of hardens up a little bit, right. uh-huh. and if you push down, and um, I shot it all over my desk, <laughs> oh, and I was going to say something really <laughs> gross to you, Gabby. That's what I was laughing at. I thought, yeah, regular Saturday night thing, baby. Blew a load on the I watched that over the weekend, by the way. You watched Roadhouse? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I tried to get my son to watch it. He's like, dude, it was made in the 80s. I don't like it. I'm like, okay, I get it. I understand. Sorry, I know we're not talking about this. Yeah, Yeah, it's the reason why I don't watch black and white movies. Like father, like son. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I I was trying to think of some type of of full-on pampering thing. I I think I need to do more pampering. Do you think so? I don't think I pamper enough. I I tend to think, like, for me, I think one of the most laughable things I do is I walk in to my bedroom and my lamp that I would normally turn on is three feet from the door mm-hmm. and I'll go Alexa every time and like and then I, and then when if it loses connection the plug the hell am I gonna do mm. oh tug on the chain that turns the light on. Right. <laughs> yeah. Alexa does take care of all yeah, of us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, going back to the pampering, um, I do like massages and I, I go to a place, you know, regularly every couple months or whatever. Um, but something that I'm doing this week and it's the second time and I'm toying with... Um, booking it a little more often but it's, does it involve bleach no listen, oh my god it's it's an assisted uh stretching session so i get oh, that yeah. man i've done that and yeah. listen ever since i when i worked at the sixers years ago i used when they would they'd stretch the guys on the court and they would right. lay down they'd stretch their legs you yep. know whatever and i'm like that must be really nice mm-hmm. like that they're getting a good stretch there and well now they have it they've got places where you go and they will stretch you you think nails are expensive that thing's expensive. Yeah, it is. It's like a massage. I did it once, and I was like, this is great, but I can do this on my But own. I'll tell you what, I felt better uh, leaving that than I did after the massage. You know what I do? I'd, I'd open a place called Stretch Marks. Stretch my Marks. Name is, my name is Mark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hi, I'm Mark. <laughs> I'm Mark. Stretch Marks. I'm here to stretch you. Welcome to Stretch Marks. <laughs> I love that. You need more than one mark. You need two marks. Yeah, yeah. You only hire marks. Two marks. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Okay. Here's here's another thing. Here's what I have. This is and and this I do indulge in regularly. We've had it for over a decade, but we have a hot tub. Then and I I like to get in for a soak. Okay. So yeah. Go ahead. I mean, that's how I feel about my swim spa. Right. I'd like to get in there. I'd like to get in there. Yep. You don't have it yet, but you lay down in the dirt where wait, it would I be. Was just gonna, I was just like, wait, you have a swim spa? It's coming. No, no. Oh, okay. He has it, He has it like, roped off, yeah. and he'll oh, jump in, and he'll he'll go around in the dirt. Right. Like he's, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, got you. He's practicing for when the swim spa comes. That's what you need to do. You need, yeah. a, you need to rope off a little area yeah. where it will be, and you just go there and pretend. <laughs> See, I think, I See? think in your, so example, a lot, tons of people have, like, uh, hot tubs or a little spa things or whatever, Preston. That's definitely pampering, though. Is there anything you do above that to ensure your pamperingness 
like, like well, you have somebody carry I'll, you to the uh, hot no. tub so your tootsies don't touch the cold. Um, no, deck. but I, I I will put on music. I will grab a cigar and maybe a beer and sit will you there have and, Rochelle piggyback you out to the mm, thing. I'm okay. not got. I don't have that All kind right. of pampering. No. no, something I had in my last house that I don't have in my current house, and this is totally pampering. And uh, we had our, our downstairs bathroom redone, and we put in the heated floor, like the you can turn the the tile and make I it hear that's warm. awesome. I, and Steve, like it was, we paid extra for it, and this was you know when I was married to, to my ex wife, and like it was really nice. So in the yeah. winter time, this time of year, like it felt terrific. Going, I don't have that now. <laughs> I wish. And then like once you get a luxury like that. And then you have it taken away. You're like, oh man, I got to step on a cold wood floor. Yeah. <laughs> what? what? What the hell? What? What, what am I, a barbarian? This <laughs> is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> we do get, we do get. You know, you, you, those little dumb little creature comforts. I guess my chip thing isn't so bad after all. Then, right? If I'm not, I'm not no. going to manicure. Mm-hmm. I no, thought, if you had somebody take the chips out and put them in your mouth, that's. I a just little, thought I was yeah. being. I was. Yeah, I guess that's. Maybe that's not pampering. Yeah, that maybe being manually fed chips. Right. Somebody texted mm-hmm. in and said they have a towel warmer. Oh, so uh, that's they're, they're they're not. So I got one for a Claire, and they're you can get them on Amazon. They're like forty five bucks, and it, it is just a rack that you hold up. Uh, that not you hold up, you prop up near the shower, and you just put your towels on it before you get in, and it warms up very nicely. Here's a text from someone that says: Question of debate: Are you really pampering yourself, or are you just proving how lazy you are? Oh, lazy. All of these things you can do yourself. I think there's a. I think there is a an absolute uh, implied laziness to a lot of what we call like for for King Charles. Um, you know the the toothbrush thing that seems like laziness, does it not? Yeah. Yes. Uh, here's another one that says uh, this sound. These sound like first world problems. Yes, they definitely oh, are. That's what this is all about. That's the whole thing. It's ridiculous. They said I have a boiler that needs to be replaced and a bathtub I can't fit into. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sorry to hear about that, but definitely. You know, we were talking about the fact that uh, King Charles has someone <laughs> actually put the toothpaste on his toothbrush. On his toothbrush or iron his shoelaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Listen, I probably lived more pampered before, like, I got married and, and owned my own home. And I think about, like, how I used to live when I was in, under my parents' roof. And, like... Every single shower that I took, I would use two brand new towels, and like, for, and now, like, now that I, I'm, you know, uh, a nice use the drapes. <laughs> no, no, no. But like now, I have a family, and and like nobody does the laundry except for me and my wife. I couldn't imagine <laughs> having to do twelve sets of towels or, or or fourteen sets of towels for like one week for one person. The one towel that I use, right. I, I don't. I think I've used it for like two months now. Yeah. Like one. What, what, what's the average duration? Is that is that the average duration of a towel for you? Yeah, probably about two months. Yeah, two months, dude. I just I can go a week or so, a week yeah. and a half maybe. But, think about it, that's about it. By the way, there's a uh, there was a video I saw it was a while back, and and it's a, essentially it's a, it's a spoof on the clueless husband. And right. He's sitting there talking to his wife, and he goes, she goes, hey, uh, asked about the laundry. He's like, he's like, no, 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 you don't have to do the laundry. He's like, I just leave it out right here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I come back the next day, yeah. it's clean and it's folded. And he's like, you won't believe this. this is, and she's sitting here going, you're out of your goddamn mind. 
<laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> it is so, so funny. Yeah. Uh, Kathy, here's a text from somebody. Uh, it says, hey, Kathy, uh, assisted stretch is the way to go. I own the stretch lab where Preston went in Collegeville. Ah. And there's one in Conchi, too. Yes, I did go there. And that's from uh, Jason. And they even, they, when I got there, they had a playlist of Rush. Oh. Did they really? Yes, they did. Oh. Now, is that being... That's being pampered. Yeah, little, yeah, absolutely. Right, right. Are you kidding me? If yes, if you if you were paying for that service, you you are Listen, pampering yourself. I was question. pampered a little while ago. I had them play the Beatles during my colonoscopy. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Wow, that's nice. And I was like, wow, man, it doesn't so get funny. any better. Well, they when you get MRIs, they uh, they hey, would you like to hear some music? I'm like, yeah, I'd like to actually hear it. Yeah, because you can't usually hear it when they're playing, you hear like uh, when I had I had this. Yeah. Well, do you know why that is? Why? Because the way they send it to you, yeah, uh, they can't have any. Metal. There's no electronics yeah, yeah, or metal, yeah. so it's it's a it's a plastic <laughs> tube. Yeah. Of music that is that is hooked up to a speaker in another room, yeah. and it's just being. Oh, it's, that's why it's you don't get a, a an actual electronic signal so coming through. That. Yeah, so yeah. all I hear is gag 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 I had one that was like one of the, the the only three devices. I forget what. It, basically, it was a take the coil part of a still and. Shove that up your ass. That's what I had, and and um, and the, you want to hear some music? Sure. Okay, t- put it on. And the machine, I couldn't hear, and I had like death metal playing. Couldn't even hear it. Wow. Uh, by the way, here you go. Uh, somebody texts and my friend has a heated toilet seat. <laughs> Swears by it. Thought it was weird. Yeah. So would a bidet be considered kind yeah. of a little pamper thing? Uh, it, for me, it is. Yeah. I got. I use my bidet all the time. Amazon, forty bucks. I installed it myself. Yeah, I'm that. <laughs> And uh, um, uh, yeah, um, my my butt is spick and span. Okay, but what do you use to dry your ass off then? Uh, the towels. Okay. <laughs> well, no, 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 because I wasn't sure if you used toilet paper because the toilet paper no, kind of crumbles. You use I use a bit of toilet paper after the initial spray, right? You, you know, pat dry. I first. pat dry, and okay. then and then I use a uh, I use the uh, leaf blower. <laughs> No, but if you go in, if you go in too quickly with the toilet paper, you end up with uh, mega dingleberries. And yes. You don't want that. <laughs> Which was one of the villains. Uh, Godzilla fought mega mega dingleberries. Yes. Which I can't. We're gonna have Bert Kreischer in studio on uh, on Wednesday, and I can't wait to talk to him about his wife as opposed to shave his ass for him. It was it was on uh, on Instagram. It was real. I think I said that to you. Yeah. And she found a, a piece of toilet piece paper. Piece of toilet in his paper. Ass. It, it was, was so good. Hilarious. Leanne might actually be with him on Wednesday. I requested that she. Oh, that'd be great. Him. Yeah, but, dude, it was hilarious. All right, uh, Nikita is calling in. Hi there, Nikita. Good morning. Hi, how are you? Good. So, you know, we have this story of King Charles. He, he apparently has someone put the toothpaste on his toothbrush for him. He gets his shoelaces ironed. He carries his own uh, linen as well. And we were just curious about a way that you kind of embarrassingly pamper yourself. I'm not that bad, but I do get my house cleaned every two weeks or the best thing ever. Okay, you get your house cleaned every two weeks or so. Yep, like a deep clean. Like a, a deep, deep clean. clean. Yeah. Listen, there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of merit to that. It's, it's, so, uh, you work, Nikita? You have a, a fairly busy schedule. I work. I have a, a a kid, and it saves so many issues between me and my husband. We don't fight anymore. <laughs> there and, you go. And yet, do you have a tinge of guilt about it? A little bit sometimes, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, and there's, there's also, talking about, we were talking about the laziness and then the guilt, the thing that, that makes you, 
and I agree. But Nikita, you have the the absolute right to you for your schedule. If you can afford it, you're you're employing someone else. But I, I understand the the the, the self reflection that makes you go, well, I could do it. I I could do it. Yeah. But- Especially when your mom's like Spanish, and she's just like, <laughs> oh my god, like you can't clean yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the the, 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 the mom's always good for oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without question. <laughs> All right, thank you, Nikita. Appreciate you sharing. Thanks, bye. All right, see ya. Yep, two one five two six three WMMR. If you want to admit it, go ahead. What, <laughs> what what pampering thing do you go ahead and splurge for? I mean, there are people that get you know that, uh, you know uh, the facials and manicures, a lot of treatments and things like that regularly. Well. Let me ask you. So I, I think I pamper myself with my toilet paper request. I, I, I like the the double quilted. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. Oh, you do uh, that? Yeah. Uh, you know, you know. I, I I'm don't. I'm Scotsman. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah. I don't like the thin. You don't appreciate the uh, nah. number seven sandpaper that we nah. get here. It's, uh, <laughs> oh my god, it's building. horrible. Yeah. And then the way they have it set up on these huge rollers that you 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 try to. Pull it down and it tears in little. It's too thin. It's too thin. Yeah, it's crap. I agree. All right, let me go to uh, cuts up your ass. Let me go to Dean. Hi, Dean. Good morning. Hey, good morning. What's up, buddy? Just wanted to talk to you about how I pamper myself. Please do. I use baby wipes. Baby wipes are very cut cases. Well, Casey you're a does. proponent I'm of the a baby big wipe. Baby wipes, man. Yeah. I, don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> I, I don't. Toilet I, paper is completely overrated. No, you have to use. No, you use the toilet paper is the first wipe, and then and then you go in there with the baby wipes to time to rest. get yeah. serious. Yeah. So, do you carry baby wipes with you, Dean? Yeah, I knew you were going to ask that question. I don't carry baby wipes with me. When you go to a public restroom, you just get a nice wad of paper towels and wet them. <laughs> And then the maintenance staff gets mad at you because you clog the toilet every time. Yeah, so that's you. To flush those. That's yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, can you can can you or can you not flush baby wipes? You're not you can't. No, can even even the flushable it. ones you cannot. Mm. So Dean, do you throw them in the do you throw them in the little trash can in the uh, in the bathroom? They're in a separate trash bag under the sink, out of the human eye. They can't be seen. Okay, can they be smelled? <laughs> Mm. They can't be smelled because they're under the vanity, which I don't really know if that's a good idea, but I just know I can't smell them, so it's fine for me. Wow. I, see, I've never used the baby wipe system, but Thanks, everyone Steve. I know raves about it. Yeah, I, mm, I, I'm, I, I can go with it. Toilet paper works just fine for me personally, but I, I could see the appeal. What about emery cloth? Emery cloth. <laughs> Really gets in there. It does get in yeah. there. Uh, what is this? This is, uh, all right, some uh, social uh, responses that we're getting. Uh, Rob Eric wrote, uh, solo lunch out. I'm back uh, to the office three days a week. I often take myself out on work days instead of packing and eating at my desk. So that's his pamper. Right. Uh, Trish Bavuso says, a cup of tea after the bus leaves. That's, that's yeah. I got a. This is a common, wonderful little thing to do. Chris Connolly says, uh, food truck breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> well, you're <laughs> pampering yourself. I guess so. Uh, Gail Ann says, monthly house cleaning and my bidet. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Hags says, food. I travel a lot locally for sales, and I'm not afraid to have $50 lunches. And then uh, Brian Grady says, a quiet house and mayonnaise. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> quiet house and mayonnaise. That's all you need. It was uh, Kathy knew a guy who would use mayonnaise mm-hmm. to... Um, Pleasure himself. Yeah. Bill loved that story, by yeah, the way. Yeah. He was like, Kathy, <laughs> the hell, mayonnaise. Uh, I'm going to go to Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, Morning. Mike. 
Hey, guys. Hey, what's up, Mike? Um, I pamper myself with a caddy while golfing. Ah. You know, you're, you're down in the trap, and you hit your, hit your ball, made it all dirty, and, you know, the caddy then picks up the rake, even though you're close to where you just messed up, and they've got to climb down in the trap and rake it for you. So what is this? Preston, explain what he's talking about. Uh, so using a caddy, uh, somebody to carry your bag for you right. while you're playing golf, and then they they clean the ball, they clean your clubs, oh, okay. they, they read the green, they'll rake the uh, they'll rake the sand if you're in the bunker. So at a, they'll at do a, all that stuff. They'll, average, they'll fix your your pitch mark, all that stuff. Okay. So at an average golf club, do you have the option of bringing a caddy with you? No, no. You don't bring your caddies with you. The golf club supplies. No, I'm the saying, caddies. I'm saying you you from you pick from their collective, so they supply the caddies. You can opt to not have a caddy. Uh, yeah. Yes, you can walk without okay. one. Absolutely, some. Clubs are caddy exclusive, but you don't have to take one with you. But you can't have a golf cart, so that means you're carrying your own bag. And these caddies usually carry two bags, by the way. Do you ever feel um, uh, bad if they're either carrying your stuff or not bad, but a little bit? Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Right. Yeah. In fact, you you take stuff out of your bag to lighten it up a little right. bit. Here, let me and, take that. But Mike, block. I know what you're saying. Like, I mean, most of that stuff you could be doing yourself, right? Yeah, pretty much all of it. Yeah, you pretty much all of it. Yeah. Sometimes you get an old caddy. Um, you can request a golf cart then that the caddy can ride around in for caddy for you. Okay, True. if it's an older caddy. Yeah. Now, do they? Yeah. Do, can you get a foot massage, Preston? From the- <laughs> oh, that would be the best. Yeah. Listen at the turn. Do you mind? I got a corn on this on my right foot. My dogs are barking. Can you Could rub you that do- a little bit? <laughs> all right, thanks, Mike. I, I hear you. That's a that is definitely a a pamper. Okay, sure. a pamper mode. Uh, let me go to Megan. Hi, Megan. Good morning. Good morning, it. Good, Good morning, morning to see you, Megan. What's up? So apparently, my husband and I, uh, we're uh, going on two years of marriage, um, have been raised very different ways. So whereas uh, things that seem normal to me are very pampering to him. Okay. So, uh, for example, uh, the first time we lived together. I was throwing bounce sheets in the dryer, and he said, what is that? And I said, it makes your clothes softer. He goes, oh, that's why they're always better at your house. Uh, So he thought he thinks dryer sheets are pampering? Well, it's just something his mom never used. They never used it at his house. All right. And he's he's so glad to have, like, soft clothes sometimes. And then when we moved, I said, oh, I'm going to call the moving company I always use. And he goes, I've never hired movers. That, That seems weird. We can do that. Yeah. And I said, no, I'm not carrying a queen mattress down two flights of stairs. <laughs> right. Okay. So you're, he considers you the more extravagant, likely to pamper yourself of the two. Yeah, and, and those things like you're just, you're, that's Prince Charles levels use dryer sheets and moving companies. Uh, it's it's bizarre to me, yeah. but it's how he grew up. So I guess it's just a matter of, I get, you know, where yeah. you come from. I get it. Absolutely. You know, on the moving thing, I was, I subscribed Thanks, to that Megan. notion for the longest time. I can do it myself. I did. We, I moved many times with myself and my brother, uh, but after a while, you're like, "Jesus, I'm done." Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, if you can afford it, for yeah. sure. Because uh, moving on your moving is just one of the worst experiences ever. Or every single time, get a house blocks from the one you currently have. Mm-hmm. That's the best move you can do. Absolutely, walk it down on a hand truck. Well, uh, it's not quite you know someone putting uh, toothpaste on your toothbrush for you, mm-hmm. but uh, steaming there are your the, sheets. There are little things that uh, that you can do to kind of feel like a royal if you want to. Yeah. And uh, pamper yourself a little bit. And you certainly should if given the means to do so from time to time. As Pierre says on your birthday, you should do something for yourself. Right. Steam your sheets. Absolutely. Go steam your sheets.
Right. All right, with that, we're going to take a break and come back in a second. Some B-File stories await you, dear friend, and you will not want to miss them. We will come back in just a moment. Stay put. Hey, you want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes we snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. tell you what happened. What happened? Uh, there's two buttons here. Uh, one button turns the automation off, and the other button turns the song off. Oh! Uh, I hit the turn the song off button. Oh. Just the turn the automation off. A lot of people have complained that that song goes a bit too long. Yeah. <laughs> there's way too much. Blah, 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 with the singing. <laughs> We're all sitting here, and I, the, the, the Nick's the only one with his headphones. I was listening. I was like into it this time around. I heard it a hundred times. I'm like, I really kind of dig this song, and I want to listen to the whole thing. And then it stopped right in the middle of it. The monitors were down. All of a sudden, Nick's like, so, wait, "Wait, what happened?" I said, "You're too pampered. You listening to songs all the way through." Well, I am very sorry about that, so Mr. Sorry. Wolfgang Van Halen, and you who were enjoying the song Epiphany, which is a great tune, by the way. But so. you tease him. You leave him wanting more. I guess. I guess we're getting back into. So, Kathy, yeah. take it away. Okay, I will do that. What's up? The White Horse Pike still closed both directions between Ohio Avenue and Bartram Avenue, and that's because of a down pole and down wires. 42 North Heavy, the Black Horse Pike to 295. 55 Northbound jams from Deptford to the 42 Freeway. Across the Walt Whitman Bridge, eastbound side, we've got right lane construction. Uh, on 95 Southbound, out of the Northeast or Slow Academy, all the way into the Vine Expressway, the Vine Westbound jams the length, 95 uh, to the 
Schuylkill Expressway. North 95 slowing from Highland Avenue to Curlin Street. Schuylkill Expressway eastbound backs up from the Blue Ridge into Belmont. The Boulevard to University westbound. Vera Avenue to South Street. City out to Gladwin. Blue Road southbound slows Ridge Pike to the Schuylkill Expressway. And then from Broomall to Media. And then on the northbound side uh, of the Blue Road, expect some delays near Villanova. Uh, and then 30 bypass eastbound, that's slowing 322 to 113. 422 eastbound, slowing from Limerick to Royersford Trooper to First Avenue. This traffic report brought to you by Pennsylvania Health Insurance Exchange Marketplace. Get the lowest costs on holiday, high-quality health coverage now through Penny. Enroll by December 15th at Penny.com. That's Penny.com. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Thanks, Kat. I was just looking at uh, <clears throat> some pretty cool pictures of uh, Sarah and uh, Jackie Bam Bam introducing uh, Mammoth on stage yeah. uh, at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. No. no, the Keswick Theater, actually. And you, his request was to uh, make sure we don't play full versions of his songs anymore. That's yeah. what That was a yeah. request from, yeah. from uh, Wolfgang? Yeah. Well, now I know why we did it. That's Casey, why we did it. Thank yeah. you for why we did welcome, it. welcome, guys. Yeah. Uh, but no, they played a show with, uh, uh, with Nita Van Strauss, and uh, you can check out the pictures, WMMR.com slash Pierre, if you want to see those. I wanted to uh, show you this um, page on, on uh, Sarah's account, too, Preston, because Wolfgang responded to the the post, which I thought was really cool. Oh, where did it? Oh, right no, here. You're the best. Yeah, it was just nice of him to acknowledge that. He That's seems great. like a, uh, love to get him on the show. He seems like a really nice guy. Great musician, too. He's a nice guy. All right, listen. Let's do the B-Fi. We're ready to go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you by Pro Team Collision, your certified collision repair center. If you get into an accident, Pro Team Collision is there for all of your auto body repair needs. We'll begin with this. A Georgia man came afoul of deputies when they said he got high on mushrooms, put on a chicken suit, and became disorderly. Wow. Sheriff Howard Sill said that a woman called to report that her ex-boyfriend had, quote, basically gone nuts on mushrooms and was beating on... I'm passing, uh, passing by cars and screaming and hollering at them. Well, no chicken sounds? Uh, no chicken sounds. He was screaming and hollering. Officers responded where they found 47-year-old Jason Pinch walking through a neighborhood, pounding vehicles with his fists. He was wearing what officers described as a yellow onesie-style pajama outfit meant to resemble a chicken. Pinch continued to beat on passing cars and even the patrol car. Officers uh, called an ambulance and tried to arrest Pinch. Listen, son, this is no way to be killed. Uh, You've got to calm down. You're dishonoring chickens everywhere. He repeatedly asked deputies if they were real and if he was real. Lay down on the ground. After he was taken into custody, Pinch continued to ask if officers were real and also if he was at that time laying in his hammock at home. He had asked him. Holy crap. That's how powerful that stuff is. Officers were able to stun Pinch with a taser and he was arrested on charges of disorderly conduct and misdemeanor misdemeanor obstruction of a peace officer and has since been released on bond. You're okay now, son. (laughs) Employees of a Houston car dealership arrived to find their vehicle so badly damaged earlier this month that at least one staffer suspected that a wolf had attacked. Mm. But the reality was even more bizarre. Surveillance footage showed two dogs literally ripping apart the vehicles 
pulling off bumpers and other body work with their teeth. What, why the hell were they doing that? Uh, Gabby Facori, the sales manager, said, you just never think a dog has the kind of power to tear up a car like that. Just never think it. At least five cars were damaged in three separate overnight rampages this month, estimating the damage of between $100,000 and $350,000. Wow. And they were Yorkies, right? No. Oh. At the center of all these <laughs> violent maulings, it seems, is a cat. Employees oh. believe the dog's true target is a feline hiding inside of the vehicles. <laughs> They're going nuts. And for now, however, employees, uh, however, the, the mauling sprees have everyone on edge with employees trying to ensure that they don't cross paths <laughs> with the canines. He's a cat. Yeah, so they're ripping these cars to shreds. It blows my mind. Yeah. 19-year-old Gianluca Bordone was charged with manslaughter and assault on Friday after allegedly stabbing 17-year-old Rocco Roden to death Thanksgiving morning in Tribeca, New York. And police responded to a call. They found Rodden at the axe-throwing business called Live Axe and took him to a hospital where he was pronounced dead. So this stabbing happened at one of these oh axe-throwing places. Yeah, uh, His 19-year-old brother also has reportedly had stab wounds and was taken to the hospital where he is in stable condition. So did they, I'm sorry, did I miss this? Did he use a knife or an axe? He used, he used a knife for whatever okay. reason. You I can't think, bring a knife into the axe place. It no. was a stabbing, but it happened at the uh, at the axe throwing place, which is pretty wild. There's a knife place across the street. I never really, you know, with with all the axe throwing play establishments that are, I, I never really hear of accidents happening there. I'm sure they do. I've but, seen one or two near misses where really? somebody, will, you well, know, someone will hit the board and the the axe will bounce back. Yeah. Uh, that's happened, but I've, I'm with you. I've never seen any sort of real injury occur at those places, except if someone stabs you. Here is a here's another quick story. Like that one was a family is lucky to be alive after their turkey fryer exploded. Of course, <laughs> inside of their house. Jeez, in Burlington, North Carolina, a propane tank fueling a turkey fryer exploded. The explosion was so strong, it blew out the windows in the back of the house. Oh, my God. Investigators said the person cooking the turkey fell asleep and left the uh, the boiling oil unattended. At least we're all together. The whole thing went up. Well, it was funny because I saw a funny meme over the weekend where somebody had, they just took a picture of their deep frying turkey and the propane. It was set up in their kitchen. It just said, all right, all, all set and ready to go for Thanksgiving. Um, I want to go, go to sleep right now. And it was a joke because clearly you don't put that in your house and go to sleep. Right. And this, this guy did. Literally what happened That's exactly here. what this person uh, did. I, I, what would possess someone to do that inside? No one was seriously hurt. Investigators said to never fry a turkey inside and stay at least 10 feet away from anything that can catch on fire. We just put a fireplace in the linen closet. Yeah. But, like, how does that person make it to adulthood? Do you know yep. what I mean? Like, that is dumb. Maybe they saved up all the dumb yeah. for that one event. <laughs> yep. All right, how about this story? A Disneyland park guest in Anaheim, California, was arrested and escorted off the property by local authorities after stripping off their clothes during the It's a Small World attraction. God, that song turns me on, too. The incident happened on Sunday. The guest got off the ride while it was in motion, and the attraction was stopped when the park operators were made aware of the situation. It is a small world. After the guest was detained, the person was removed by the prop- from the property 
altogether and booked by the Anaheim police. Uh, it's a small world was shut down for about an hour as park operators inspected the attraction. No guests were harmed physically during the incident. The ride resumed operations eventually. Video of the incident went viral on social media with clips being shared. One video shows a guest walking through the set of It's a Small World with uh, without a shirt on. Of course. Uh, another video shows a person sitting and touching the animatronics that decorate the ride located within the Fantasyland area of the Disney Park. It's like your life. What? <laughs> <laughs> One park. You're my little friend. One park guest is heard telling the streaker to please stop and to sit down. <laughs> As they made their way through making friends. one of the scenes of the ride set in India. Uh, another park guest is heard worrying that the person might ruin and cause damage to the props. But uh, they got him out of there. And so at Disneyland, the, no word. the first ride you encounter is It's a Small World. At Disneyland? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's I the remember, first one you come upon? Yeah, it's the first one, yeah. And there you go. That's what I have for you. In today's Bizarre File, my friend, we have a new Word of the Week prize this week. It is two festive gift packages from our friends at Omaha Steaks. Mm-hmm. You're going to need the letter of the day for the word of the week, which we will give away on Friday, but we'll get that first letter at the end of today's program. Just want to give you a heads up on that. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Later on, joining us, Eddie Alvarez is stopping by Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship coming up this weekend, and he's in it. We'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR welcomes June 11th at the link, the legendary Rolling Stones. Don't get angry with me. MMR's 13 Days of the Stones, your shot every day to win free tickets for 13 straight days. Just listen for the Stones song of the day, and the 25th caller goes to the show. And making it easier for you to win, check out the cheat sheet at WMMR.com. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. For ticket info and another chance to win, head to WMMR.com. Plus, Friday at 7, it's Jackie Bam Bam's special Rolling Stones edition of You Call It Friday Night. A show where you can always get what you want. This is your chance to see the Stones live in concert from the station that's well aware it's only rock and roll. And gosh darn it, we like it too. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Yeah, here's a text message I missed uh, just a moment ago. It says, hey gang, think we could uh, play the whole Audio Slave song? <laughs> Or are we just going to do half songs today? Normally, I wouldn't care, but I kind of like this audio slave song. It's from Mike, uh, the Cherry Hill Fire Department Motor Maintenance Shop, listening well, this morning. It's Cyber Monday, so uh, yeah. the, the rule is every other song has to be just half. On Cy- yeah. Cyber Monday. I didn't I didn't realize that. All right, well, you know what I did realize is I noticed some Whoa. things over the weekend. Four days of noticing. Worth noting. The noticer had four days to notice a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> Lots of things were noticed. Now he's going to tell us what he noticed. Yeah, we're going to start with... Buckle up. Yeah, hang in. Uh, this is very, very interesting. And I have mentioned this uh, this adventure before. So these people signed up for an experience of a lifetime. It was three years traveling the world from the comfort of a cruise ship at prices that uh, rivaled regular living expenses. You, uh, you told us about this and everyone was like, oh, that seems amazing. Yes, but now the dream is over for passengers who signed up for the Life at Sea Cruises inaugural three-year voyage. Oh, man. After weeks of silence, the company has acknowledged to passengers... 
that it has no ship oh and has had to cancel the departure, vowing to refund those who had signed up for cruises costing up to hundreds of thousands of dollars. So these people dramatically changed their lives in they preparation did. for this. You can't just hang a 180. Well, they are. The cruise was originally due to depart Istanbul, Turkey on November 1st, but shortly before that date, departure was postponed to the 11th and then relocated to Amsterdam in the Netherlands and then on the 30th again from Amsterdam, but on November 17th, less than two weeks before the third departure date, passengers were informed that the cruise was gone. So, Kathy, they were showing some of the paperwork and someone forgot to check the box, get ship. (laughs) Seriously? That's that's an oversight. Did you get the ship? Eddie was getting Eddie, don't look at me like that. (laughs) Some of the passengers who booked the 111 cabins sold are still in. I didn't know I had to get the ship. Listen to this. They are still in Istanbul, having made their way there ahead of the original departure date. Oh, boy. Others say they have nowhere to return to, having sold or rented out their homes in anticipation of the round the world voyage, as well as jettisoning their possessions. People sold their stuff. Everything. They sold their homes because they were going to go live. Furnished. Yes. Aboard this ship. Fully taken care of. Cast off all the trappings of their their prior life and just live on the high seas. Yeah. With all the amenities taken care of by the cruise line. I thought it it looked pretty cool. It looked exciting. Decent idea. Yeah. Uh, most have spent tens of thousands of dollars on what was meant to be the experience of a lifetime, and now they face a wait of at least several months to get their money back. Uh, the company has said that it will make repayments in monthly installments. No, 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 no. no. Starting from mid-December and completing repayments in late February. This is like those people that had the uh, uh, that crematorium or that that national. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, they let your body burial place right decompose back into the just, earth. It sounds like a total scam. They were stacking them like cordwood. Yeah, uh, they've also offered to pay for accommodation until December first and flights home for anyone now stranded in Istanbul. But some say that they ladies have- and gentlemen, you're gonna laugh when you hear this. <laughs> just bear with me. <laughs> it is actually funny, and we will all laugh one day at this. Uh, some say they have no homes to return to. How insane is that? Um, so the, there have been people who have done this on, um, uh, this is not the first time this has ever been done. There are people who do this, who live on ships. and uh, But this is the most um, fully um, realized, at least up to that point, uh, offer of this for that many people to do yes. this on a ship. Yeah, this is the whole... Yeah plan of this trip was to be circulating right. going city to city for years and you stay on the ship or have a place that you pay for on the ship at all times. And yes, there are people who do, you know, set up their residence essentially on some cruise ships, but this is this was what this was created for. John, can I can I talk to you for a second? Mm-hmm. We don't have a ship. They forgot the boat. Forgot the ship. How do you forget the ship? Yeah, I don't know. Um that That's is crazy. amazing. Yeah. It, it always does raise the question though, what how good is the ship you're going to be on? I assume it has to be. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to get like a top-notch Royal Caribbean or what is the top what is the top cruise line these days? Norwegian for, for cruise lines Norwegian or is a Carnival cruise line? Carnival cruise line. Are you going to get all those amenities? Do you get all of that as well? Or yeah. are you just simply a, 
would you have to buy all that stuff like Kathy to get your nails done? Would you? No, I think this is all. I think this is all covered. All I think, inclusive. You know, the food was anyway, but uh, yeah, this is just crazy. So, but they are. I'd be I, friggin' livid. It's like the it's like the fire festival on the water. Oh my right? god! You know, that's have you watched any either those documentaries yet? No. For a good how, yeah. just pick one, uh, and it's, it's hilarious. If you want to talk about, we talk about how people can pull these things off, and maybe the people like this were like this guy as well. As cavalier, I mean, there was really no infrastructure, nothing in place. Yeah. And Nick, you saw it. Yeah. A week and a half away from the, the festival, nothing had been taken care of? Well, the other thing about the, the um, that festival, Steve, and this cruise is, like, I, I just feel like these people are now screwed. Like, I, I can't yeah. see them ever getting their money back. How would you? This is part of the fake it till you make it thing, right? Fake yeah. it till you, yeah. and then so yeah. many people are subscribed to. It. Some people do. Yeah. Some people it works. One one part about the faking it though is that you know at least that guy had an island for the party. These people didn't have a ship. Yeah. You watch the Elizabeth Holmes stuff. You watch that. You know, <laughs> I've created this medical device that it's going to work and it's going to well. It's the plan to do that. Yeah, it's the concept. Yeah. The idea is there. Right. It's crazy. I'm an idea person. It's just like, crazy. Uh, my, it was my idea to not get the ship. <laughs> they hired not an Steve's idea like guy. Yeah. yeah. But right. They didn't hire the a builder. get it done guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The ship guy. Yeah. But they, we, we really, in retrospect, we needed a ship guy, too. All right. Something else I noticed, and I definitely want to pass this along to you, and I'm sure you caught wind of it. I know Casey had uh, texted us about it yesterday, but uh, authorities are warning iPhone users of one of the features from the newest update. The feature called Name Drop is enabled by default with the new update. Anyone with this feature can place their phone next to your iPhone or your child's iPhone and automatically receive their contact information. See, but I would imagine that there has to be and like when you airdrop mm. something you have to approve the photos coming in so I, I bet there's an approval process no when you want to try it no yeah, let's idea. Try. Well, well you can do it so yeah i turned mine off did you turn yours off i did so I was, I'll, tur- I'll turn it back on and i'll delete your contact and see if we can do it okay you got to delete mine though then uh please said never call me ever. again uh, now, I think they have to be, like, right next yeah. to each other. The phones have to be right. almost touching. So right. for years, the I think Android had the, um, Marissa, you'd better know, where you could you could actually just tap tap the phone and the, the uh, information would be transferred. AirDrop has made that unnecessary. But, yeah, if, if you guys can try it, I'm curious as to that, too, Kathy, because okay. you, you do get a notification. Yeah, to approve I, it. I, I mean, shut mine off. I read about some of the some of these issues a, a couple of days ago and then shut it off. Uh, so police said information passed to one another uh, phone, to another phone, could include a picture, phone number, email address, and more. What about D-Pics? Uh, to disable this feature, police said go to your iPhone settings, click general, then airdrop, and shut off the bringing devices together. Kathy, did you set all it up? Right, well, right. I got to figure out how to turn it back on. Right, Kathy, this is... Uh, yeah, so, so go to, go to okay. settings, settings, general. Hold on, hold on, general. Uh-huh. And then go down to airdrop. Oh, air, air. Mm-hmm. There, okay. And then you'll see uh, bringing devices together. and Turn okay. that back on. All right, it's back on. I delete. Did you delete my contact I case? Did. All right, so let's see. Okay, so they're going to touch. I'm watching. I'm see if it actually works or not. They got touch. We've never met. I don't know. Nothing's happening. Right. Nothing's happening. Right. Just our phones are. See, I just believed that people were saying. Oh, that wait. This is what wait, 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 wait. Oh. It's happening. Something's happening. What does it say? So it says received con- contact information. To share your contact information, set up your My Card in contact settings. And then it says receive only. Oh, you would have to set up your card. So what do oh, I card. My, my card is set up. Okay. 
What did I just do? You just received me. Okay. So, yeah. So there, take, take me and take all of me. There's an approval process. So, Casey's contact is now in my phone. All right. You had to accept it? I had it. to accept it, you, yeah. You okay. to willingly allow it. But but did you have to approve yours going? Casey, did you have to approve yours going to hers? Then that's the problem. No, yes, you did. It came up on your phone and you hit it. Oh, well, yes. Okay, he then he, he does. Did. Yeah. All right. So it, there, there is. No, if you a- just want to avoid that altogether. You can turn it off. Come on, send me your contact information. <laughs> okay. By the way, the recent uh, um, uh, operating system updates to both the phone and the uh, the MacBooks. I don't like some of the stuff that's going in the latest update. I don't like it. You know what? In one of the rare times, uh, Preston, in the past couple of years, I actually like a number of the things that are included in in these two things. Because um, a lot of times I agree with you. I'm like, why did you do that? Some apps have changed on me. Like, why? I can't access some of them. Some of the uh, the automatic uh, password stuff isn't working. And I'm like, come on, man. Do you have an Apple TV at home? Yeah. All right. So it, have you seen the new FaceTime feature? That'll integrate with your phone. So you, if you have a newer Apple TV that can handle it, uh, you can use basically your phone and your TV as a teleconferencing setup. Like okay. you, you can make calls using your phone essentially as the camera and your TV becomes the interface. So you can be talking to family. Uh, and you can oh, see their pictures. Uh, There's yeah, their video on your exactly, TV. Exactly. Just okay. by going to FaceTime. Can you do that with the mirroring? You could do that with the, the mirroring. As well? you, you have no... Uh, I've tried this uh, uh, with the new setup. There's n- no lag time. It's unbelievable. Okay. All right. Well, anyhow, um, turn that off if yeah, you're, if you're off. interested. So There's a lot of creeps out there. It's uh, the, the feature called Name Drop, but it's automatically enabled by default. Uh, and if you want that off, you can turn that off. All right. Let me go back in and see what else I notice. All right. Here's one that is the stuff we've spoken of, and it's terrifying. The deployment of AI-controlled drones that can make autonomous decisions about whether to kill human targets is moving closer to reality, Uh. according to an article by the New York Times. What? Have we oh, been saying? Everyone. Have you not gone to a science fiction movie in the past 30 years? Lethal. Are you stupid? Lethal <laughs> autonomous weapons that can select targets using AI are being developed by countries including the U.S., China, and Israel. <laughs> the use of the so-called killer robots would mark a disturbing development, say critics, handing life and death battlefield decisions to machines with no human input. So we talked about this years ago when we were on the uh, the aircraft uh, carrier John C. Stennis. The, I think the captain of the ship said basically at, at that point in time that they could send up um, whatever it was, the F-14, I guess, uh, to, to basically autonomously fly target and 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 shoot a uh, an enemy craft and, and he was basically suggesting that the reason a pilot is there so that you have that human element to verify what's going on if you turn something like this completely over to ai i think you're doing going down the road to disaster yeah someone still had to control that aircraft so, yes. remotely as i think was the the case but anyhow several governments are lobbying the un for a binding resolution restricting the use of ai killer drones but the u.s is among a group of nations which includes russia australia and israel who are resisting any such move favoring a non-binding resolution instead uh, the pentagon is working toward developing uh, and deploying swarms of thousands of AI-enabled drones, according to a notice published earlier this year. It's Metalhead. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. So, so Black Mirror, yeah. There's an episode called Metalhead, which is this uh, autonomously controlled kill bot. So what's going to happen is because 
<laughs> you can try to get everyone to say, okay, we won't do it, but the possibility that, the, uh, you know, Russia will do it will have us doing it. Oh, yeah. 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 So you know, yeah. even if you even if you double dog swear, yeah. And who's to say who started it first? Who the hell knows? Yeah, you know. Uh, the new scientists reported in October that AI-controlled drones have already been deployed on the battlefield by Ukraine in its fight against the Russian invasion. Though it's unclear if any have taken action resulting in human casualties. But this—that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly that's terrifying. scary because that can. Uh, you know, something will go wrong. If you turn on that information sharing app on your phone, though, Preston, that, that makes the drones not see you become invisible to them. Oh, so uh, that's yeah, what yeah. the whole thing is. All right, so if you have that engagement Kill already, drones no longer see you. Then you don't have to worry about it. you're sharing your information. Wow. Man, Kill oh drones. man, I can't believe it. You've seen the uh, the, the mock-ups and, and the, um, the, the, the dog, the uh, Boston Dynamics dog robots. Sure. That are mounted, have, have guns yeah. on them. Yeah. For Christ's sake. That's insane. I never put a gun on my own dog. And no. now and now they're going to be AI controlled and uh, making their own decisions. I don't like it. All right. Let oh, see what nice. Let's notice something else. How about something nice? Notice something that makes us happy. All right. Harrisburg has been named the best place to retire in America. Yeah! In America? In America. Not I only that. It. Not only that. Reading is second. Lancaster is third. Scranton is fourth. And Allentown is fifth. In America. In the entire country to retire. These are the best places. First number of on metrics. areas where you are more able to buy tube socks. Mm-hmm. I know. Like, what What are they doing there that makes it so I great? Family friends that retired to Lancaster, and they did it in large part because they were able to sell a house uh, that, you know, they grew up next to where we lived, and they made money on selling that and then bought a much more affordable home in Lancaster, which is a really nice walkable town. It's a college town. Um, there's Amish people there. Uh, yeah, U.S. News and World Report have uh, put the top five among the 100 best places to retire. Mm. Uh, the list has been issued annually since 2007. Until now, there have there's never been a top five sweep by a single state. Isn't that amazing? Until now. Yeah. The, the, and Harrisburg, the, the, a lot of these locations are kind of dismissed. Yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> we got the ocean, but we don't have to sweep. Yep. Um, <laughs> We have the mountains, but we don't have say Pennsylvania. Yeah. I'll say this. Um, I can see if you're retiring and you want places that won't make death such a fearful thing and you want to live in an area where you're actually okay to die, <laughs> like uh, Harrisburg. Well, the organization conducted a survey of adults uh, ages 45 and up for guidance on what matters most to them. I where do know. I go when I don't care about life anymore? Yeah, I don't know if I've ever spent any time, like literally one minute of my life in Harrisburg. Now, I've been all it's around okay. there. I've been to Mechanicsburg, which yeah. is like right near there. And Hershey's pretty close to Harrisburg, is it not? You've never yes. been to the capital? Never been to the capital. <laughs> it's, no. it's nice, but I wouldn't retire there. The same goes for Reading. Like, Reading's fine, but to me, that's not a retirement. It's earned its reputation as the Monte Carlo of Pennsylvania. Well, I, I really like Lancaster. I think it's a really nice town. Um, the other two are, are towns. Yeah. Uh, Allison Rohrbaugh, the director of communications for Visit Hershey and Harrisburg, uh-huh. said the arts, shopping, walking trails in Harrisburg and Hershey are close together and are easily accessible. We're getting them soon. She said the kinds of amenities we're telling people to come here to enjoy for leisure are the kind of amenities that retirees are looking for as well. Interesting. Can you give me the top five again? Harrisburg, Reading. Uh, yes. Hang on. It goes um, Harrisburg, Lancaster. Or, no, sorry, Harrisburg, Reading, Lancaster, Scranton, and Allentown. Huh. 
So Scranton would win simply by being close to the cardboard classic. Right. I think Great. that's what get if you're a retiree, that is gonna be a big draw. But I, you know, listen, I was just in like this year I, I just was in uh Reading. I was at the Penn State Burks campus and uh I didn't spend a whole lot of time there, but just driving around that area. It's like this is cute. Yeah. I was in Allentown earlier in the spring. I was at Muhlenberg and DeSales and I'm not disparaging Allentown, but I you know, it wasn't like uh, I was like oh what do you think was nicer, Reading or Allentown? I thought where I was, yeah. uh, Reading. Were they were they tearing all the factories down? Uh, no, they had taken the about it. coke from the ground. <laughs> uh, uh, Allentown's, I, you know, it's got it's got some charm to it as well. It's like the town of Reading itself, and I don't mean this to disparage it. If you live there, it's just there's a lot of crime, and Reading so. to me is not the not, not the nicest of these uh, five. So, there's a whole bunch of restaurants and such opening up in Reading. They are putting a whole bunch of um, money into right around the arena. Nick, yeah. uh, what's the oh, hockey yeah. team? Santander. Yeah. Santander. <laughs> uh, so there's some area around there that's really growing in some great places. And then Preston, remember, I found out there's a Rush restaurant in Scranton. That's there's right. a Rush restaurant in Scranton? Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a restaurant called Bar Pazzo. It's like an Italian restaurant, fresh homemade pastas and pizzas. And the guy's a huge Rush collector. So all of his gear is all over <laughs> he the He recently had a, uh, a big Rush evening, like last month. Yeah. And I think it was might have been while we were at camp out. Yeah. And I couldn't go. Oh. Uh, or, maybe it was earlier this month. And uh, yeah, all the all the, the meals were Rush uh, related. It was pretty cool. There you go. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's where you retire. By the way, I had Marissa pull this because we thought this story might be coming up. But um, the Pennsylvania song. Yeah. Uh, listener Kelly had actually written music to it. Yes. And I'm going to play just a little bit of this. We need better quality. <laughs> Think about getting Kyle to redo this if you wanted. He's a music teacher, I believe. Beautiful. Pennsylvania, Keystone State's near far. The lightning bug lights away. Pennsylvania, over the mountains and over the sea. We have the mountains, but we don't have the sea. But we're only an hour's away. Five minutes unless you've been on the Garden State Parkway. <laughs> it works. It still holds up. It's a beautiful song. We need a new version of that. Yes, we do. I think we could do a Pennsylvania segment every now and then. I think then, a rock opera. To be honest. So, uh, By the way, uh, let me see here. U.S. News uh, used data from the U.S. Census Bureau other federal agencies, and its own internal resources to determine how each metro area measured up in six quality-of-life-related categories important to the survey respondents. So it was affordability, happiness, desirability, retiree taxes, job market, and health care. No bathrooms? No bathrooms. What? But I'll give you the list of the top 20 so you have some perspective. So we already went through the top five. After Allentown was New York City. Wow, that's a big jump. Yeah, right? Yeah. Followed by York. There's another Pennsylvania <laughs> mm-hmm. town. And then New. Uh, Daytona Beach, Florida. Youngstown, Ohio. Then Pittsburgh is 10th. Pittsburgh. Huh. Ann Arbor, Michigan was 11th. Tampa, Florida was 12th. 13th, Philadelphia. Wow, wow man. So we're just yeah, killing it. There's a lot of them. Fort Wayne, Indiana. Manchester, New Hampshire. Green Bay, Wisconsin. Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Sarasota, Florida. Toledo, Ohio. And then another spot in our general area. Trenton, New Jersey was 20th. So you're not, what you're not hearing is like Scottsdale, Arizona. The, 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 the classic retiree, you yeah. know. 
areas that where you oh you go there for the for the environment or the the temperature or the but yeah, not the, the affordability man not, like, those right, places yeah. get to be so expensive and and again you know going, getting back to Lancaster like that's why my family friends moved there it was so much more affordable their dollar went really far in Lancaster Lancaster is nice it is. All right. Uh, something else I noticed. They've got oh. the the chocolate, but they don't have the C. Well, I have another. I have another Pennsylvania story. There's a way. Fifty-five <laughs> minutes, unless you bring on the Garden State Parkway. Beautiful voice. We're gonna add an hour, oh, but God. it's not our state. I'm wasting time. It's like I'm going to. I can't say that. <laughs> Ballparks, we have them. Come here and see. Baseball for her. Baseball for me. Okay. Concert venue. Okay. Uh, the limping, really. The limpkin. The limpkin, which is when you uh, you get a blowy while sitting on the toilet. No, oh that's a blumpkin. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I think that was a blumpkin. Yeah, wasn't it? Yes. So no, it's a bird native to South America has been spotted in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania for the first time ever. We've got the limpkin. Bird watchers were shocked to find... Soaring o'er the sea. The limpkin in Lancaster County. The limpkin in Lancaster. Uh, hundreds of miles away from hundreds its of miles away. usual habitat. Uh, the limpkin has long legs and brown and white feathers. Uh, climate change may have impacted how far the limpkin chose to migrate, but it could also have been luck. So uh, what would this bird most closely resemble? Kathy, you're familiar with a lot of birds. Right. I didn't look at it. So like a stork. Like a stork. Yeah. Everybody thought the stork was brain damaged. Uh, Brian Collette. <laughs> got that clip. Of the Pennsylvania Game Commission said, sometimes they just go for a cruise and sometimes weather blows them off course. So you just never know. You never quite know for sure. So we could have a PA level stork. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but this is native of South America. So it made it way, 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 way up here. Wow. And it was a bit of an anomaly. Your child's- Wait, let's do this. Um, I've got- no, no. I have. Uh, you hang with me, man. Don't let go. It'll he's going to find it. that. Do you think he um he's lost? Well, he oh, definitely, so. yeah, he didn't come here on purpose. Okay. I don't think, Everybody so. thought the stork was brain. There it is. So um, apparently this was for birders. This was like a big, big, big deal. Yeah. Uh, Kathy can't stop. I mean, yeah, yeah she drove, that's why no, she was in Lancaster County deal. this weekend. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Limkins there. Uh, all right. Uh, this story does have Kathy in mind. All right. All right so, yeah. This Sorry says, for Kathy that the notice noticed. Uh, this is Target related. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Uh, TikTokers are hitting Target to prove that the big box stores Black Friday deals may not be what they seem. Uh. Showing off some sticker prices as being equal regardless of the day. Did you hear about this, Kathy? Like you're saying they say it's on sale, but it's not? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a... That's a standard. I mean, they can't say it's on sale and not put it on sale. It has to be listed. Someone may say target apologist. No, no, no. It has to be. I'm sure it's listed and then it says it's on sale. Well, so here's the deal. In at least three instances, people were sued. So they have the Black Friday deal sign right. you know, up in front of it. And, and underneath no- it is the uh, the regular everyday price. And it's the same. same. No. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So okay. kind of like 
This is a Black Friday deal. Like they just it's not. threw yes. up Black Friday sign yes. and there's nothing to, yeah. Yeah, it's not It's not on sale. Yeah. Yeah. Kathy, uh, you'll be so proud of me because I just went to go buy something. Uh, my, my protein bars are uh, core bars and I was getting them from the core website and they were like, hey, uh, use the code Black Friday to save 25%. So I was like, okay. So I used the code Black Friday and the price went up, okay? Because without the code... It was free shipping, okay? With the code, they I saved shipping. 25%, but then they added <gasps> shipping, and it ended up costing more. You hell. scumbag. I could <laughs> not believe that. So they, what they do is, okay, we'll give you this, but we're going to charge you for the shipping we weren't going to charge you for before. Well, yeah, Fanatics does that all the time, that website, Fanatics. Oh, uh, well, a lot of places will do that. Like, you have to be careful. You can only use, a lot of places, you can only use one coupon code. So, huh. yeah, like... Like, like Shutterfly, watch what you do on there when you're ordering like holiday cards or pictures or whatever, because they have so many coupon codes out there and you just have to like plug them in and look at your price and see how, because sometimes it'll be cheaper for you to pay the ridiculous shipping because you'll get like a bigger discount on what you're ordering. So it's on um, adamandeve.com. I was ordering my anal beads. Okay. And I buy in bulk. <laughs> and Preston, I use my code. Yep. And uh, someone else had used it. Oh, no. no. Yeah. Man. A uh, uh, B. Weston. No. <laughs> um, Kath, do you use Rakuten? What a deal. Do you use Rakuten? <laughs> What's that? No. Okay, so I didn't know about Rakuten either, but apparently if you shop through Rakuten, they'll find you the best deals, and then you can also make money back. Apparently, I... I, I uh, uh, it's like honey. It's it's like a site that will find the coupons for you. It'll find the best deal. It'll it'll track like the pricing, and that's those are good to use like for Cyber Monday because it'll show if the the pricing on it is actually you know dropped or gone up. Does it cost anything to no to be so I've, that? No. I've no, seen I've seen TV commercials for this. Now my question is somewhere along the line it, is there a scam involved with this? No, in no. Well, you vetted it. Here's the thing. Uh, I use it all the time. Do you? They pay you like so. Uh, I. I actually used Rakuten one time over the weekend. I used it to buy something on Walmart.com, and then I've already accrued two dollars and forty-eight cents. Yeah, like Steve, it'll give you points in dollars really? to use other Drag places. Em. I haven't used my Honey dollars. Um, I just really use it to find the discounts and find the the coupon codes. We got to use Rackham.com, Preston. <laughs> uh Wait, so you do what, Kathy? I use Honey. It's yeah. just what Casey's talking about. It's just a different site. Right. So and, same thing. And and you'll use that every anytime you're going to buy something online. Yeah, like it comes up. It'll If you go to checkout, you can just click it. There's a little H, a little orange H in the corner. You click it and it'll filter through all of the coupon codes, whatever deals are out there to find you the best deal. And if you want, then you can update your, your cart to, you know, whatever they've they found for you if it all drops right, the price. I'm Catherine I'm doing some sticky shopping with money. <laughs> yeah. um, I can, so let me see if I can pull it Did you use it with person. Amazon, Kathy? Uh, no. no it's uh, like box stores. Uh, let me, I'm going to try to purchase something. I'm going to go to a site and see if I can pull it up so I can show you how it works. Okay. But Steve, I did the same thing. So I had something that I knew I had to get. Uh, the, the link was sent to me at Walmart. Right. I also searched uh, on Amazon. It was cheaper at Walmart. And then I went through Rakuten. I bought it through Rakuten. So not only did I get it cheaper at Walmart, but then also Rakuten is going to send me. I, I'm accruing money. So I got $2. I like that. Cents. Yeah. I like that. Uh, so, so what would you say that you saved or at least will earn back in the long run? 
percentage-wise? Uh, well, okay, so it's funny you should ask percentage-wise because this is why I went. I was told that the percentage was really great. It was 22% hmm. is what I was uh, saving or, or getting back. Rag em. Hang on, I got uh, Brett wants to comment on both of these. Hi, Brett. Morning. Uh, What's up, buddy? Uh, oh, do you say Uba? Uba. Um, so I just wanted to comment on the whole Rakuten honey thing. So on my browser, I have Rakuten, Honey, um, Capital One Shopping, Camelizer. They all track prices. They offer really? coupon codes. They offer cash back. And there's no scam whatsoever. Um, and if somebody's like a Rakuten user and they refer someone else, you each get cash back for that. Um, it's awesome. So between the cash back you get on a purchase um, plus referrals, it's it's fantastic. Um, trying to, I mean, I've probably saved Black Friday, Cyber Monday easily over a hundred dollars. A lot of people are texting and saying how much they love using Rakuten. And Casey, some people are saying that over the last few years they've saved like eleven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. This person saved three hundred ten dollars since um, the beginning of this year. So uh, that's awesome. Rakuten's getting a lot of endorsement from our listeners. And so, honey, you would say is uh, every bit it's equal, uh, Brett. So Honey is a bit different. Honey was actually just purchased by PayPal, um, and they have a new feature now. If you check out on a purchase using PayPal, you rack up points that equal rewards. So um, I had made a bunch of purchases throughout the year, and then when I went to do some shopping uh, over Black Friday, I had like 100 bucks to use towards purchases. Okay. Um, all of them in sync together added to your browser. They all have browser extensions for Chrome and Firefox. Um, and Safari? And, um, Safari. So, so um, the, the, the question here is uh, then in, in this case, um, well, I forgot my question, but so the, you, you, oh, now I remembered my question. Uh, you're dealing with, you're dealing with separate businesses. It's not like you, you go, you're going directly to like um, uh, DSW or you're going to G- Guitar Center or whatever. And and that's where you can use this. You couldn't use this through Amazon or a, a service like that, correct? So Amazon is interesting. So when I open Amazon, Capital One Shopping and Honey will pop up and tell me if that's the best price or if I can get it cheaper elsewhere. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, you're on a go specific to a site. site. Uh-huh. These things pop up. Like if I'm on Macy's.com, for instance, Rakuten might pop up saying 12% cash back, but Capital One Shopping might come, pop up and say 15% cash back. Uh-huh. Um, so- and I might have already had rewards on one or the other, so I can apply them to my purchase. So I get cash back, but I can also apply like a coupon um, that I have for one of these organizations, and it makes makes everything a lot cheaper. Hey, Brett, it's uh, fantastic. T- uh, two quick questions. Um, one, uh, Several people have texted in saying that they, uh, they get a te- um, check quarterly from Rakuten? Is that what your, your experience has been? Correct. I just got a check for 100 bucks. Okay, and then the second question is, um, a lot of people are also saying that if you're not paying for this, you are the product. So apparently with Rakuten and with Honey, uh, they will sell your information and yeah. you might get a skip up in, in phone calls, scam, emails, that kind of thing. Uh, nothing that I have noticed. You haven't noticed? You haven't noticed any indiscriminate D-picks arriving in your email? <laughs> not on okay. the regs. All right, not on the regs. All yeah, right. Apparently, they, yeah, they release your data any. to them, and they, then they sell that uh, your data elsewhere. But I haven't, I haven't seen that. Like I haven't okay. gotten an uptick. Well, it's because your data is being sold anyway. So I don't necessarily, you know, it's, it's, sold it's, all over it's the death place. by a thousand cuts, right? Yeah. So which cut is this? Yeah. So I've been on. Thanks, Brett. 
You're welcome. Take care. Have a great day. By the way, Kathy's over here on our side of the board yeah, with yeah. me and Casey. She How does she smell, Kathy? Laughter. Her <laughs> nails look fabulous, though, because I, yeah. I normally don't get to see these. Okay, so. So I've been on Honey for years. Um, so, and, and I did notice, now that he says that, I did notice that there was a change to it. Okay. So, anyway, but I wanted to show Preston how it yeah. works. So I'm on Nordstrom, right? Found right. a sweater, put it in my cart. Oh, I'm coming over. There's, oh, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. I can bring it over to you, too, so you can see. All right. So, so when I, when I go to check out, Yep. Uh, on Nordstrom. <laughs> Steve's hogging both me and Preston. When I go to check out on Nordstrom's website, there's a little H pops oh! up in the corner of the screen. So it's like a little widget. And I can click that. Yeah. Okay, so here it'll give me the price trend over time. It'll tell me if it's dropped before. You can even set um, alerts that if this sweater drops in price again, that it would alert me. Now, there's also a feature uh, where, where where it would enter the, the coupon codes and stuff like that. So if this was, Nordstrom doesn't really use coupon codes, but for a site that does, like DSW, Steve, it'll enter all of the codes for you. Or it'll filter through no all of them kidding. to find the best price for so you. So this has probably been more of a boon to... To the um, to the standalone businesses, right? So, yeah. right? I mean, that makes more sense because, uh, yeah, well, you have more of an incentive to to not just default to Amazon or Walmart. Wait a minute. Now they're asking for Nick to come on this side of the board too, right. so we have everybody <laughs> over here. So, right, Steve, yeah, come back on, over here. And then Marissa, I think this is probably for our YouTube. All right, everybody. Our, our YouTube uh, viewers. Won't you come home, Bill Bailey? Marissa, come home. Marissa, you got to come in here too. I'll take the family. Marissa's taking the photo. So this is first time ever, ever in all these years. Wow. We're on this wow. side of the board. So show, show us Rakuten. Yeah. Show us Rat Bowl. Guys, we're on the radio. Show us Honey. Yeah. Right. Everybody say Honey. Yeah. One, two, three. Honey! <laughs> Have we ever all been on the same never. side of the board no. while never. on the air? Never. No, never. <laughs> it's the first time ever. Uh, right. I think that is actually, uh, that is a gem. Yeah. Especially for Cyber Monday, Kathy. Um, yes. Well, and I like that it, okay. it'll track the item, too. So if you looked at something, you're like, I'm not going to purchase it for that price. It'll track it for when it drops. And then you're like, hey, I'm going to grab that so, sweater now. It's only uh, 40 bucks. I'm on Rakuten.com, and I have to create an account, obviously. And then it says add to Safari, which is just one click. Uh, but I assume you benefit by, you, you have to create an account, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so I did for Honey. I'm going to try Rakuten now, too. That so it'll add to your browser. Yeah. And, and it pops up when you're shopping. Interesting. Mother. Right, exactly. I might even try. Mother Humper. You know me. I don't look at any of the codes or I, yeah. no. none of that crap. No. no Kathy told me about Honey like two or three years ago, and Kathy, the same exact thing as you. I had a little H up in the corner yeah. here. I thought she was calling me Honey. Well, I, Steve, I dismissed <laughs> yeah. that pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, that's, that's not what's going on. Really All right, so Kathy, uh, help me out here with this racket, Tim, because um, I went to like look for my cologne. <laughs> Right. And uh, so I, I, I clicked on that. Now it took me to another thing where it says... That smells. It, uh, no, 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 no. Like, do, do I now have to type in this other redeem code to get... Do you know what I'm saying? Sense? I mean, I'm, so I, I'm not on Rakuten. I don't know how it works. With Honey, it automatically puts it into the cart for you. It'll put that coupon code. But uh. try copying and pasting it in your cart, Case, and see if the, the coupon yeah. code works. Okay. So, uh, uh, Nick, and, and pretty much the majority of uh, feedback positive about these? 
Yeah, as long as you don't mind your information being out there. And Casey, you're absolutely oh, right. No, I mean, I'm a whore. Well, um, Casey's right. It's it's already out there anyway. But if you've taken steps over the last few years to try to eliminate the amount of information about you, um, you know that the other vendors are going to use against you or, or use to market to you. Right. This is not a, a good step in that direction. Okay, Kathy, <sighs> I went to Honey.com and it's nature's <laughs> finest honey reserves. That <laughs> can't be it, right? I guess not. All right. <laughs> I just recently went through my email account and started to unsubscribe. Yeah, from same. all the places same. that are just dumping me with everything. Have and you found it to be effective? Some of them work and some of them don't. Yeah. Some of them I receive. Some of them I can't even find. There's one. It's I forgot which one. It's one of the flower places that I've, I've ordered. I don't know if it was 1-800-Flowers or whatever. But You can't like unsubscribe? For years I've been trying to unsubscribe to where eventually I was sending emails. It was saying, you stupid mother effers. <laughs> like it came to right, that. Yeah, yeah. How dumb are you? I've been trying. Do you realize now not only will I not use your product, I'm going to tell other people to not use it as well. That's how fed up I am with this. And still they keep me on their w- list. Was it because it, the unsubscribe uh, link was not there or you kept clicking no. it and you kept getting the emails. I kept getting them. What happens yeah. a lot of times is that, is that when you engage on that level, then you get inundated with other services coming after you because yeah. they see you as an active person. Yep. yep. Hang on Steve, a second. Steve, it's joinhoney.com. There we go. Thank you. Joinhoney.com. Hang on a second there. We have a number of people. We're running out of time here, unfortunately. We're saving people money. Uh, Kim works with Rack. You, hi, Kim. Good morning. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, it says here you work with them, you work for them, Rakuten? Yeah, so what you're basically describing is called affiliate marketing. Okay. I've been in the business for about 10 years now, and it's starting to become a little bit more popular, people shopping a little bit more savvy online. Uh-huh. Uh, for Rakuten, you can add the browser extension, like uh, Kathy said, for Honey, you could do the same thing. But there are numerous uh, cashback and coupon code websites out there that you're able to um, either price track so you can see if a price drops or you can wait until there's a higher amount of cashback. They have cashback events so you can shop on uh, days like Cyber Monday or Black Friday or throughout the year and wait Mm -hmm. until you those cashback events to get the biggest uh, cashback check in the mail or you can get it directly deposited. Um, Same thing like they were saying with PayPal and Honey. Kim, how do you guys make money? Where where does that come from? So I work for a digital marketing agency. So we do not only um, affiliate marketing, but um, search, social, SEM, all of that. So brands will come to us and ask us to run their affiliate marketing program. Okay. So let's say you have like a shoe brand that is um, really famous and wants to have someone run their marketing for or, or wants someone to run their affiliate marketing program. They would come to us and we would be the ones that run it for them and populate them on those websites. I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, all right. Of it. I know. I know. <laughs> so when you go track it in and you are finding certain brands that you like, we're the ones that get those brands on those websites. All right. So you, you, you make, make them a priority. Yeah. You help massage them into uh, positions of higher exposure, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I get brands exposure on the internet. So how, um, how, how would someone who's, let's say a business that really wanted to place higher in a Rakuten or Honey um, search or comparison, how would they work that? Is there a way for them to manipulate that? Yes. So basically you would have to pay for additional exposure. It gets pretty pricey. 
Um, just to be in one of like their newsletters on Cyber Monday or Black Friday can be thousands and thousands of dollars. You can also pay additional money for it to be a solo newsletter, which basically means that you are in someone's inbox without any other competition featured in the same newsletter. All right. You can also do it that way. You can get homepage placements, which are a little bit more pricey. Um, there are certain companies that aren't allowed to discount um, more than other brands. So if you are like shoes.com or something, I just made that up, but you carry Nike, you won't be able to discount deeper than the Nike website. So there's like map, what they call map pricing. Hmm. Um, so you just have to check around and, and like Kathy said, use honey. Um, but a lot of these brands are paying for additional exposure or prime placements on these websites. Okay, so so what about like a standalone, uh, you know, business like a um, uh, like, like uh, let's take um, um, uh, Maniac, like main uh, of the, the 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 record store in 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 Maniac. What if they wanted to place on this or, or pop up as a um, as a potential option? Do they even have a shot? Um, there's right now. Sorry, if my alarm went off, you can hear that. Yeah. Um, so basically, if you are trying to join what's called an affiliate network, which is um, Rakuten owns one of the most popular networks. They also own Rakuten.com. There's one called CJ. For these brands, they basically have to join an affiliate network. And those affiliate networks might have a minimum threshold for those partners to join. So that record store would have to bring in X amount of dollars okay. per year in order to even be brought into the network, which is where they track information to get on these sites. It's a lot. Ultimately, though, it sounds like people are, are, are generating, uh, you know, money by selling, I mean, by using these services or at least saving money on the whole. Yeah. Is that is that a fair statement? Yeah. And these websites that are posting these um, brands, what they do is earn a percentage of commission for each of the sales. All right. So the featured, they get a conversion, so they're getting an order placed for their product, and then these websites are also earning a commission for promoting their product to their audience. So Capital One has a massive following an audience so they can feature these brands and earn a high percentage of commission on all of the conversions that come through there. Most of it is done by last click attribution. So if you were to go on Honey and search a code, but then click through Rakuten and shop through Rakuten, then Rakuten will get that commission, even if you use the code you found from Honey, because that was your last one. <laughs> My head is going to You lost me about five minutes ago, but I appreciate yeah. it, uh, Kim. Thank you so much. Rag them. Shopping and you're not getting cash back or using a coupon code, you're not shopping well. Okay, ah, so good. So go. That, that <laughs> seems to make you. sense. Appreciate it. I, I, I'm, I'm going to bat this around a little bit just to see so, how it works. You know, what she mentioned, though, with the, the making sure that these searches get to the, the top of the line order, that's why, do you ever go searching for stuff? And you just find the same crap over and over and over and over again. And you, like, why. I get tired of digging deep trying to find what I'm really looking for. Yeah, and sure. eventually cave and get something that is almost, you know what but I mean? It's, it's all deliberate. I, mean, it's, I it's know it's the same deliberate. reason when, when you go to an Acme and, the, the, you know, certain, certain things are on the shelf at certain heights. And, you know, the, yeah, there's a sure. reason why generics are in the, at the bottom. And, like, all of it is very, very deliberate. And, yeah. um, you know, Google search is, is no different. Yeah. When you Google search something, your top three or four things placed there are placed there because they purchased that Absolutely. spot. Yeah. yeah, I always scroll down below 
yeah. where, where it stops saying ad. Yeah. And then I'll start looking from there. And even then, those have a priority to Just them. before it gets into the, I think you were talking about porn. Right. <laughs> That's where you're going to find the ones that are, right? Yeah. Do you ever see um, any stories about, you know, vendors going to like uh, uh, Walmart's headquarters in Arkansas and uh, trying to figure out where they can get placed on the shelves, if if at all? That no. is an industry unto itself. Yeah, it's yeah. called Bentonville, uh, Arkansas. And if, they, if a vendor gets there and they get their product on the shelves at, at Walmart, essentially... Uh, they've written a, a check to retirement because they, they can sell something for a long period of time at the yeah. biggest vendor in the world. Yeah. But in order to get there, they got to jump through so many hoops and have a product that is worth selling. It's really, it's a fascinating process. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, that's a tip for you on Cyber yeah. Monday. How about sure that? Yeah. Accidental. Thank you, Kathy, for the <laughs> rack tin honey and, and rack, yeah. rack ball. Casey brought rack in ball. rack ball for Rack them. Rack them. Rack ball. Rack them. That's all that we have time to notice for now because we have some uh, guests coming up here shortly. But uh, thank you. Uh, your noticing has been noted. And we'll notice, you're noticed, you're noticing. We'll come back in just a moment or two. Eddie Alvarez is going to be here and we'll see what else we can get into. So, why did that stop? Everything's acting weird, man. On here. Right, we'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us. Don't you hate it when some jerk on the radio says, Hey, Alexa. Open MMR. Uh, did it work? No? Okay, well, maybe, hey, Alexa, wake me up to WMMR every day at 6 a.m. And if that didn't work, just know that you can do that anytime yourself. You're welcome. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Two people in our studio as we speak. The Bare Knuckle Boxing Championships are taking place this Saturday, and a friend of ours is in the main event. How about that? We're happy to welcome the underground king, Eddie Alvarez. Back to the studio. What's up, Eddie? What is up, fellas? Long time. Nice, Nice to see you back. And not only Eddie here with us this morning, but we have the founder and president of bare knuckle bo- oh, there it is. There it is. of bare knuckle boxing, uh, Dave Feldman is here. Yeah. How you doing, man? All right, excellent. Well, first of all, congratulations, man. The main event, the championship. I mean, we never had a doubt, of course. Yeah, but you're on the way. It's this weekend. It's this week. Oh, yep, coming up Saturday. Wow. It's going to be in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's wow, second baby. So the same before you guys came on the the uh, the, 
there's been a lot of buzz. I've just seen peripherally a lot of buzz over bare knuckle boxing, and I, I you know, um, I, I, it's one of these moments where it starts to catch a little bit of steam. And uh, how long, technically, in this current iteration, has it been around? Well, I've been attempting to get it legal since uh, 2009. Actually, okay, um, got it. First legal uh, June second, two thousand eighteen, in Wyoming, and then since then we've done seventy five subsequent events in um, four different countries around the world. Next year we're going to do nine countries and twenty eight states. So it took us a long time to get there, but once we got there, it started falling down like dominoes. The other regulators started seeing what we were doing and you know accepted it. Okay. All right. So so for those the uninitiated, for people who don't know, what's what's the the what are the rules of bare knuckle boxing? So bare knuckle fighting championship is it, it's. Is what it is. It's bare knuckle fighting, right? You, you fight with no gloves on. It's basically boxing with no gloves on. Now okay. you can clinch. You can do a Muay Thai clinch, grab the back of the guy's head and punch. And you and if you're clinching inside, you can punch with your open hand. All right, so no Muay Thai, you can't, you can't use your thumb to grab around the, the neck. It's just no. you got to kind of have your, yep. your hand closed like that. Okay. Yeah. No kicks, no elbows, no no submissions, nothing like that. It, 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 it's just really straight up bare knuckle boxing. All right, so Eddie, taking away all that other stuff you had done in, in the MMA world, you know the uh, the submissions and and uh, kicking and all that stuff. Um, why 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 this? I mean, why why is it is is it is it uh, a more challenging uh, way to fight or just a different mindset? Well, this, or? this is Philadelphia. You know, I'm, I was born and raised in Kensington. Actually, I have my Kensington Rambler <laughs> shirt on today. Um, but uh, born like I grew up where Rocky was filmed. You know, boxing gyms on every corner. So I would say before I wrestled uh, for North Catholic, I I boxed at Front Street Boxing Gym in Kensington. So, like, that was a sort of a foundation of mine. And I always loved training boxing more than more than jujitsu, more than wrestling. My love for boxing has been, goes as far back as, you know, being eight years old on the streets of Kensington. So, like, when Dave presented this with me, uh, I thought long and hard about it. Initially, like everyone, I thought, oh, man, that, that might be a little too rough. But when I when I got deeper into thought about it and actually trained for it, it, see, it actually it made sense. It made sense for me. All right, myself. well, how much of this, what, one of the first things, well, the first thing they think about is getting hit with a bare fist has got to be pretty brutal. But you also got to protect your hands while you're in there, too. So how much of that goes into play as to not breaking a knuckle or, you know what I mean? Or Yeah, so aesthetically, you're going to get cut. You're going to get cut faster in a bare knuckle fight. The bare knuckle fights are probably, on average, going to end within the first four minutes, right? Four minutes. So, like, yeah, so when you think about war, you know, would you rather be in a war that's going to, you know, last five years or last, <laughs> last couple months? All so, right. like, you know, the average time of the fights go down, which is a lot safer for the fighters. Um, but also, you're not getting kneed, which is the worst shot anyone could ever take in a fight is a knee. Okay. You're not getting elbowed. You're not getting kicked in the head. And then when you get hit with a bare fist, there is a potential of your opponent getting hurt and damaged to a degree. And that that goes down a lot in MMA because if you have a really good rap guy who wraps your hands, they damn near cast your hands. Okay. And then they throw four ounces of leather over that cast. And when you get hit, the damage you sustain there mm-hmm. is I would I would much rather take a bare fist that has the potential to break Interesting. than one that doesn't. That's what I was curious yeah. about. Is there a difference and is there are you know are you you're holding back a little bit from that punch? Uh, or, or maybe the mechanics of that are, are causing less damage. But you said cutting. Now, I have a question about that because obviously in boxing, TKOs with too much blood and, and cuts, same thing in, in bare knuckle or not? Yeah, absolutely. But the referees and the doctors know that 
that the fighters are going to get cut. So, right. they, so they let it happen a little bit, right? But if it, if it's inhibiting the vision or it's, it's making the guy not perform, they're going to stop. Okay. In bare knuckle fighting, we do have a rule that if the fighter is cut and it's and it's inhibiting his his uh, vision, like I said, he'll call a timeout and it'll give the guys thirty seconds to work on it to see okay. if he continue or not. So, wow. bare knuckle boxing has been around for. Years and years and years. I remember. I mean, the actual not this iteration, not the but sanctioned sport the, the, in, in the in the twenties and 30s, I remember there was a, a movie Charles Bronson was in about Hard Times about the bare knuckle fighting um, phenomenon. It was it was big back then in the, in the twenties, nineteen twenties. You know, early part of the century. Um, so um, and then it kind of obviously went away. I'm fascinated with the concept, Eddie. That. Um, in a way, um, being more um, exposed is likely to be a little. And correct me if I'm misstating this. Your your odds of getting more damaged are actually in a regular MMA fight because of the padding and the longer run of it and the knees and all that stuff. This is decided much quicker and much more definitively. Correct? Yeah, absolutely. And and the damage you take in MMA with wrestling and kicks, it's more. It's a lot structural. You'll be out. You tear an ACL, mm-hmm. you're out a year. Yeah. You, know, you take a brain. You take a brain injury, you're out a year and a half. Like, and these are things that I mean, they damn near happen every day in MMA and wrestling and knees to the head and kicks to the head. Happens often and often happens in training. I'm not worried about the fight itself so much, but the training to prepare yourself for an MMA fight, it's 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 a lot. It's a lot on the body. And this is, you know, I know people looking from the outside is, uh, you know, they look at the cuts and look aesthetically. But like structurally, I mean, this is a lot less damage you're going to take and you're going to be able to recover a lot faster. It's fighter friendly and then it's fan friendly. So like I, I, I enjoy the training a lot more. It's a lot less exhausting and I'm able to I'm able to uh, recover a lot faster. So, um, Dave, I want to ask about just building this business. You said you were you know fighting to get it um, legal. First of all, so all right, so you, you you jump through all those hoops and you and you go through all those hurdles, and uh, and now you need to get an audience, you know. So so how how has that been for you over the last decade plus? It started off really really fast, and it, and it's continuing to grow. I mean, we are considered right now the fastest growing combat sports promotion in the entire world. Um, we sell more tickets than really anybody except for the UFC right now. We sell more tickets. We we have more views. We have more average views on YouTube than the UFC does. We just our viewership is really going through the roof. So I think we started out with more like a cult following, and then when we started catching on mainstream wise, that's when the viewership and Everything just started really going wide for us. So what venue are you guys going to be in on Saturday? We're going to be at the Maverick Center in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's a 11,000-seat venue. Um, we should sell out. We're on pace to sell out. So, you know, it's going to be a great night. So live streaming. You're live streaming the event, obviously, right? Yes. It's, it, it's going to be on pay-per-view television and live streamed. It's going to be on, on all your cable and satellite providers. It's also going to be on uh, Fight TV, F-I-T-E TV. And that's where a lot of the fights happen digitally now. But you can get all the information at BKFC.com. That has all your viewership information. BKFC. So because you have, um, because these fights tend to run um, quicker and- as you were saying, and Dave, yeah. uh, does that mean you have a more uh, robust undercard? Are there, are there more fights per event? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
like like the minute you come to a bare knuckle event, um, it's it's un, it's very it's unlike you know the UFC, Bellator, and these other promotions because there's no snoozers. You're not yeah. you're never looking in the ring and going, you know what? I'm going to go grab a drink, or you know this one's going to be a ground fight, and this one's going to be a wrestling heavy fight, and I don't want to deal with that. Every single fight, whether you know the guy, whether you know his background story or not, is incredibly exciting. Like I, I've been to events myself. And like I'm just being completely unbiased. This is the most exciting sport to watch as a spectator. And like when I my, my fight against Chad about six months ago, we were entertaining the best fighters in the world. Conor McGregor's watching, Kamaru Usman's watching, Justin Gaethje, Justin Gaethje's coaches. The best fighters in the world, where do they go to be entertained? They go to bare knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty wild. I think so. How do you fight the um, you know the, the the people just think this is like a, a meat grinder. And and the, you know because it sounds like you this is a, there is a a science as you know obviously the, the boxing is you know a, a thinking person's sport despite what a lot of people think but I think a lot of people might be reticent to go to this because it's like oh man it's gonna be it's gonna be just a mayhem but that could also draw people but what do you say to the people who are fans of boxing and MMA? Which might seem kind of weird, but are holding off on this because oh, it's going to be too too gruesome. I mean, the hardest thing to do to get this thing rolling was change people's perception. Right, and to change people's perception is educating them, educating them on what they what it is. When they watch it, they love it. There's nobody that's a combat sports fan that watches this that doesn't absolutely love it. It's the people that never watched it say, "Ooh, ah, oh, not yeah. sure if I want to watch that." And then once they watch it, they love it. So it's it's really just educating them on on the style of fighting, as as Eddie was mentioning, the amount of injuries we have. We have less concussive and subconcussive injuries. We have less facial fractures, and despite what you may think, we have less handbrakes huh. than boxing or MMA. So that that is that's a complete one eighty from what I would have thought. I mean, because I I was telling these guys earlier this morning that I seen a reel, and it was obviously it was it was of you know the the, the more the bloody the stuff that's you know if it bleeds it leads, but. Um, um, and then I was doing some, a bit of uh, you know uh, reading and research, and and as you're saying, it, th- there are those elements where the injuries are actually less on many levels. Um, so the perception also that if you have some big <laughs> hammy ass hands, you're going to dominate this sport. Um, it, it, does that hold any water? I mean, it, you know, to the to the 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 guy with the gargantuan hands who can just you know make sh- quick work of you is is that going to be an issue? No, because he still has to land with him. Still has to mean? land. So like yeah. for me, for me, it's all about it's about speed and timing. Like the the boxers are starting to work their way in, you know, high yeah. level boxers, and you can see the difference between the guys who are low level strikers versus the high level boxers who are who are transitioning and being able to come over to bare knuckle and uh, make. Make a smooth transition over to here. So, like, there, it's a perfect um, level of boxing skill and toughness and grit. And the the best thing is the most skillful guy in boxing usually wins. But here in bare knuckle, you are going to one hundred percent get cut and take damage. And a lot of them guys, you see the skillful guys, they don't know how to deal with that. Hmm. So you need the perfect balance between being skilled and having that grit and toughness to be able to get through adversity because it will 100% happen in this sport no matter how skilled you are. I was wondering if, if from a strategy point if there was any difference between yeah. bare knuckle and boxing that, that one and, and traditional. 
traditional boxing that one might take as a fighter, or is it pretty much straight ahead? I mean, I was thinking about you know the fact that you're not you don't have that excess weight on your hands, uh, that the target is now smaller, or not the target, but the weapon is now smaller. Yes, are things like that considered? A hundred percent. Okay. Uh, if you if you look at European style boxing, they bounce they bounce on their feet. They're in and out. It's kind of like fencing. Yeah. And they, for me, they're the best bare knuckle boxers right now. If you, if you go back and watch them, even even in uh, Ireland, there's a there's a great documentary, and it's the Joyce's versus the Dunnyhues. It's like a it's like an old school bare knuckle documentary. It's phenomenal. But these guys kind of originated that they're the original gypsies. But like that bouncing fencing style where you steal shots and then you don't get hit. Right. It's called like swim and don't get wet. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you want to. Yeah. Bare knuckle. You don't want to sit down, catch punches, because any small shot can get through and catch you. Are you looking to, you know, and it depends on who's fighting, but to, to, to throw a lot of jabs, get a lot of points, something like that? Yeah, it's okay. like, you, you, want, you don't want to sit down on a lot of shots and try to, it's not really about power. It's about placement. Okay. So if I'm saying, if I go out with a guy who's playing golf and, you know, you have that one athlete who's trying to bury the ball, but it always shanks you know, yeah. clear into the water in the woods. And then you have the old man come up and just do, and he knocks it, you know, 270, perfectly straight. That's bare knuckle. You have to have great placement. You have to relax and sit down, like sit down your punches. But it's a lot, there's a lot of skill and a lot of small things involved that make you become good at it. Dave, okay. what, what are the ratio of uh, of uh, TKOs to actual to knockouts? We're uh, a little bit more than 50-50 um, on knockouts than than um, decisions. I think we're like 52% knockouts. And when we say knockouts, we're not talking just knockouts. We're talking fights or stop from cuts. Okay. okay. So we're okay. probably about uh, of that 52%, we're about 90% of them are stopped from cuts and 10% of them are knockouts. Huh. All right. So let's talk about uh, about your matchup, uh, Eddie. So you're taking on uh, Mike Perry. Let's talk about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, your record's 1-0. His is 3-0. That's what I read. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Okay. And so he's been in the league a little bit longer? Yeah, Mike entered the league uh, a few years back. He he's fought uh, Julian Lane, who's a veteran. did re- did well against him. had a had a hard fought battle against him. Michael Venom Page, another a Bellator a standout. And then he just recently beat a world champion, Luke Rockhold, at uh, I think it was at one eighty five, okay. something like that. So Mike's been tearing it up. And uh, you know, I I told Dave from the beginning that I wanted Mike Perry. And I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. And uh, Mike's got the juice. He's got the attention. And there can only be one most violent <laughs> mother, yeah, mother in the yeah. world. Uh-huh. And uh, I have to be him. You know, I've cha- I've challenged the, the toughest guy in the UFC. And uh, at the time, it was Justin Gaethje. And I, I won that, that title of being the most violent man. I wanted to do it again here in Bare Knuckle. Take on the most violent guy in this game right now in Mike Perry. What's uh, Perry's background? Is he uh, MMA as well? or yeah. it's, Okay. So I wasn't sure if he was straight up boxing or, or what. So. No, he crossed over from MMA. Okay. I don't know all like the names in, in the in the realm. So he's a UFC yeah. veteran. Okay. Is that the biggest crossover? No. You're getting most of your 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 new athletes coming over from MMA or boxing? 
Most of them are coming from MMA. We just did the two um, most popular and best Muay Thai fighters ever in history, Babu Cal versus Sanchai. We did that fight. So we're getting, a, we're getting them to cross over really from everywhere. It started with MMA. Now it's going everywhere. And just to um, add on to what Eddie said about being violenced, this is we, – we actually tagged this, this fight the king of violence. So we have a championship <laughs> belt for the Oh, we got the violence. belt in here. This is oh, the king yeah. of violence the championship. King of violence. Eddie Alvarez versus Mike Perry. It's going to be one of the most violent fights that you're going to see. How can um, you not want You don't that, want to miss this. Right? Quick question. What's, <laughs> awesome. what's the longest a bare-knuckle uh, match has gone, round-wise? So, with us, is what we do is we all... They're all five two-minute rounds. All right. And then if, if it's a draw, we'll go one extra round. Okay. So we'll go six rounds. So, it's so that's the most. 12, minute, right. 12 minutes is the most. We won't ever go longer than that. Um, back in the day, the misconception is that they went 100 rounds, 120 rounds. But they really had a circle. And if you went outside of that circle, that was a round. Okay. So it wasn't like a time limit round. Right. So the most we ever did did was 12 minutes. And that was just unbelievable excitement. Okay. Wow. And 12 minutes, honestly, like uh, just speaking f- uh, first that you're not going to be able to go much more than that because usually by round two or three, your hands look like marshmallows. Like, yeah. They yeah. Get, yeah, they get pretty swelled up pretty quick. And I, I can't imagine when you get into deeper rounds, you just, nobody's going to want to see that. And you've, your hands really can't work. So you must like use a leave or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Eddie, I got some uh, yeah. use for Eggs for my release. Yeah. 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 Are, are we getting are we sponsored by a leave here? What, what was that? A, was that a product placement? What's going on here? Eddie, do you, do you get, like do you ever get winded? Do you ever get worn out from like just running around the room? Like, what wears you down? What wears you out the most? I do my best not to. Um, Dan Gable had a great uh, strategy in the training room. It was always his goal was always to pass out and not be able to make it off the mat in the training room. And that that was his goal. He knew the byproduct of that would be you know no one in the world would be able to hang with them they right would, they would wilt right in front of them and i i often get that with my opponents so like i i fight guys who are much more skilled than i am who better muay thai better boxing better and um i simply outwill a lot of my opponents who are more skilled and have a lot more experience than me i've done it throughout my whole career so like certain guys will be i'm, I'm underrated um because of my skill, yeah. But I don't think people understand when they get in there with me. Then they feel the. Um, it's kind of like, hey, let's go on a little run. But I, I'm running at a, you know, I'm running a five minute mile when you can only run a seven. As sooner or later, you just quit. Right. And that's that's my style of fighting. I don't really rely on my skill and experience. <laughs> I rely on endurance. Just just outwilling people. Yeah. When you when you get a break in between rounds, is there anything you do to slow that heart rate down to 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 recoup, or you just like you're just kind of in yeah so my my coach never allows me a minute break ever so like during my camp i'll never be allowed a minute break we 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 go half we're 30 second recovery always and usually we'll do around we'll start off our rounds two and a half minutes three minute rounds and then by the time we get the fight night that's when he gives me my minute if he could give me 30 seconds fight night he probably would Mark Henry, uh, he, he pushes, he pushes me. Him, Ray Robinson, and the guy, the guys there, they they push me, they push me like hell. But um, yeah, my first minute break I'll ever get will be the night of the fight. And no kidding. Okay, I, it literally feels way, way too long. I'm having full. 
conversations with, with them about stuff. Sure. Yeah, not about fighting sometimes because wow. it's just waiting too long. Seems like forever. <laughs> Let yeah. me ask a quick question here because Conor McGregor was mentioned. and I mean, was there ever a shot that he might be in? I mean, you have some of these luminaries in, in the, uh, you know, whether it be MMA or boxing. Who has voiced an interest in, in everybody? In everybody. Every single person. Has Conor McGregor single, himself? He did. He yeah. Did. He absolutely did. He went on social media saying that, you know, he, th- he thinks this is a great game and this would be a perfect fit for him. Um, he loved it. He came out to see Eddie fight Chad Mendez and he was in the crowd and he got jumped in the ring and he challenged the guy that Eddie's actually fighting, Mike Perry. So, yeah, I mean, really, literally every single MMA guy that is not just a complete jujitsu practitioner right. is interested in this. Huh. Uh, bare knuckle fighting is, is based out of Philadelphia, right? Yes. I mean, this. so are you farming people in this area? And, yeah, just yeah. now we just had some really good conversations with the Athletic Commission. I was just telling Eddie out there, I say, get through this fight, and I think we're going to be here in probably May, maybe at the Wells Fargo Center, um, do something big down here in Philly for a debut. That's pretty Do you know somebody named Travis Thompson? We do. He's on the phone right now. <laughs> Travis, yeah. He's, he's, do you want me to bring him on? Or, uh... You can bring him on. He fought, right. he, he fought my first fight. Um, um... What's going on, you guys? Hey, hey Travis. Travis. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Nice. All right. Great to hear you guys. Yeah, no kidding. So, uh, David was just saying you were one of the first guys on board? Yep, I was on number one. I've done ten so far, and you guys were saying the sixth round. My last fight was the sixth rounder. Sixth rounder. Okay. Yes, sir. His, his fight was a draw and went and went an extra sixth round, and a lot of people thought he got robbed. I don't agree that it was a draw. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so, not the judge. Yeah. Travis, what 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 do you what do you enjoy about the sport? I love the sport. I just love it because the Feldmans are involved with it. So uh, I've started boxing with Marty Feldman. Uh, I've been a part of or with the Feldmans for my entire professional career. So when Dave told me he got it approved, I was on the first card. I did the first card. I did the first international card. I just love it. I love the fact that so in boxing, people could get away from me. I'm a very heavy-handed hitter. Yeah. So I love bare knuckle because I can actually clench you. And when I clench you, you're not getting away from me. I'm a little guy, but in my weight class, I'm a big guy. So when and, I hit you, you're going down, you're not getting up. What, what do you think about the notion that Eddie brought up? Like, like uh, someone who kind of employs a fencing strategy can do very well in the sport? Yeah, I was I was listening to that, and that sounds great. But the problem is, you're, you're not fencing against me. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, but he's right. He he's absolutely right because if you place your punches, you get in and out. Yeah, you'll do great. My my plan is just to get to you. If I get to you, I'm holding you. And when I hold you, you're going to hit. You're going to get hit, and you're going to feel it, and you're not going to like it. Wow. Okay, wow. You got to love the confidence yeah. these guys have. Yeah. Yeah. All, all you guys I think are the I toughest can. person in the world. Yeah, right. Travis, I don't know, Travis will fight my, my anybody, anytime. He really will. Yeah. He'll you you are the animal, right? <laughs> I'm the animal. What do I I think uh, out of my 10 fights, I think I've had like eight bonuses. So, I mean, every time I show up. It's either fight of the night or knockout of the night. There's always something. Nice. You wow. gonna, you're going to be watching Saturday? Absolutely. Excellent. Where, right. where are you from, by the way, Travis? I'm from Potts Grove. Okay. Oh, sure. Pottstown. Yeah. So, Potts yep, Grove. You, who, who lives in uh, Collegeville? 
or uh, I live in Harleysville, so I'm kind of out your way. Okay, right. that one golf course there. Huh? Yeah, right, yeah, right, right. You want to fight him on the 11th? <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> fight. No, I tell you what, he's looking yeah. for a caddy who can kill people. <laughs> Would you? I got it. I got it. I used right. caddy when I was a kid. He can caddy and <laughs> Preston. You could you could actually you wouldn't even have to yell four. I would yeah. love this. Yeah. <laughs> so Travis come over and yeah, go punch him. Yeah. Somebody, yeah, don't hit it near me at all. Don't. Travis will kill yeah, you. Yeah. Imagine if like the foursome in front of you is a little slow and you're like, hey, hey, I got Travis. You're just hitting the animal in. All right. Travis, thanks for checking in, man. We appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate See, it. You got Take Travis Thompson, time. the animal. There he is right there. Oh, it sounds like you guys, yeah, it's uh, you, you got people who love doing what they do. They do. You know? We treat them. We treat. I think the real reason why we're really growing amongst the fighters is we treat them like like human beings. Yeah, we don't. They're not numbers to us, and they became numbers to us at a point. And I let my guys go that we're treating them like numbers, and I let them know you'll never be treated like numbers again. And they talk to other people. Look, fighters talk right in. Yep. And they say how good they're treated, and they just want to come fight for us. Well, right. it, 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 very enthusiastic, man. It does yeah, sound. Man. I mean, it definitely has, has changed my perceptions of what this was. It sounds very intriguing. Eddie, when are you heading out for the fight? I'm heading out tomorrow. I'm gonna do it. I may do a light spar today. I'm okay, feeling, feeling feeling good, um, and it helped me like kind of ease up on the plane. So like, yeah, I'm gonna head out tomorrow night to Salt Lake City. I'm I, I'm actually on edge right now. My boys are have wrestle offs for Counter Rock South today. Oh, so like, today, you know, big 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 day for yeah. uh, at the Alvarez household. Both my uh, boys are wrestling off uh, today to nice. try to get their spot. Send the animal over to right check now. in on them. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So good luck. Good luck to my boys for sure. Well, good luck to you, man. So the championship fight is on Saturday, and uh, it's uh, BKFC 56. And what's the best way to watch it again, Dave? Uh, go to BKFC.com. You can get all your viewing information. It's on pay-per-view. So it's on every cable and satellite provider in the United States and Canada. But go to BKFC.com. Dot com to get all your viewing information. Excellent. Eddie, bring back another championship here to Philly, man. Oh, yeah. I, I actually told Dave I got a spot on the shelf. Out, so <laughs> good, awesome. good. I don't Excellent. know if I should just take that belt home now because I don't have, <laughs> I want to carry it in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, good luck with everything, man. It's good to see you. Eddie Alvarez, guys, and Dave Feldman, Bare Knuckle Fighting. The championship is Saturday, 9 p.m., Salt Lake City. All the information available at bkfc.com. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR welcomes June 11th at the link, the legendary Rolling Stones. Don't get angry with me. MMR's 13 Days of the Stones, your shot every day to win free tickets for 13 straight days. Just listen for the Stones song of the day, and the 25th caller goes to the show. And making it easier for you to win, check out the cheat sheet at WMMR.com. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. For ticket info and another chance to win, head to WMMR.com. Plus, Friday at 7, it's Jackie Bam Bam's special Rolling Stones edition of You Call It Friday Night. A show where you can always get what you want. This is your chance to see the Stones live in concert from the station that's well aware it's only rock and roll. And gosh darn it, we like it too. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So here's what I failed to mention yeah. all morning long. The fact that tomorrow... It's a very important day for all of us because tomorrow it will be revealed what Kathy's holiday activities are. Yeah. 
this year. And I meant to be teasing that all morning long and totally missed it, but so did somebody else. So it's not that <laughs> we, big all, deal. we all did. Yeah, Sorry. Got to, so. Uh, so this, this is beautiful. This is arguably the most important activities list of the year. Yes. This is the one that we have to clear with the White House. Uh, and we have to wait and get permission back from that, so right, we're hoping yeah. to get that later and, on. But this is by far, this is the one you want. I mean, obviously your fall activity is amazing, but yep. you seize, I mean, if you want to just envelop yourself in the <laughs> holiday spirit, you've got to participate. Well, I'm glad we're getting it out there early, because if you remember last year, I got laryngitis, couldn't talk, right. and we didn't get, get the May list out week. until like the second week in <laughs> December. Right. So I'm glad we're getting this out there early so people can uh, take part in Exactly. So we will uh, we'll reveal that tomorrow. We usually do it uh, kind of early in the 8 o'clock hour. So that's okay. when we'll get that for you. Quick little poll to you guys. Um, Christmas decorations, are they set up inside? Not the lights outside, but do you guys have your Christmas decorations up inside your house yet? So yes. I have my tree up? Yes. And I have my wreath that's my, or my my garland that's over the tree that's illuminated, and then that that will take place this weekend. Uh, yeah, we did it uh, uh, Thanksgiving Day. We started. Oh, okay. It's kind of our tradition. So okay. we've got a couple of days of not doing a whole lot. So we knocked it all out. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I don't have you? anything. No, uh, just outside. Just got my lights up outside. Okay. But uh, it doesn't feel Christmas until the trees are inside. Up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, how about you guys, Nick and Kathy? No, I was away for Thanksgiving, and I wanted to do stuff this weekend, and then I it just uh, yesterday was so crummy out that I didn't do a damn thing. Um, so I think this week is supposed to be pretty nice all week, so I'm going to try and get some outside stuff set up this week, which will then allow... I like doing outside first and then inside. All right. You, Kath? Yeah, I say I wasn't away, but I was drunk all weekend, so oh, I didn't have a chance yeah, to... Sure. Where's my gun? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll do it this week, um, both inside and out. I can't believe it. Old Ebenezer over here was the first one to get the Christmas decorations up. Yeah. How about that? That's very bizarre. Marissa, did you get your indoor... No, we were sick. My husband uh, had the flu all weekend. We miss our first like family Thanksgiving, like our first family holiday. Yeah. It's okay. You have a story to tell more. about how you're both able to deprive each other of joy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, it happens. Wait, uh, did you not go to take care of him or because you thought maybe you had it too? We, uh, were, he was not diagnosed yet. Oh. So we didn't know um, whether it was COVID or the yeah. flu and didn't want to spread it. You to were being responsible. Yeah. Either way, flu yeah. or COVID, no matter yes, what. Exactly. Or herpes. Yeah. You don't, don't know. spread that around. Yeah, you yeah. share a drumstick. But yeah. like yesterday was five days, so I went to the Eagles game. Okay. Okay. Well, right. Priority. Yes. All right. Priorities. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. 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 I'm with, I'm with yes. you. I'm not yes. making fun of you. Yes. Wow. Ah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Jesus. Yes. We're going to do the bizarre file now. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Kristen and Steve's Brought to you by Valley Forge and Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. Plan your holiday shopping trip to one of Monco's shopping destinations, including the King of Prussia Mall. Visit valleyforge.org for more information. Uh, Here is a story out of Sunbury, Pennsylvania. This is somewhat of a follow-up. In September, 8,000 minks were released from Stall Fur Farm uh, by presumed animal activists. And since then, area officials and locals have worked to capture the minks to give them back to the owners of the fur farm. Still, months later, though, an unknown number of minks are on the loose in Sunbury. Uh, Take, for example, Jer Kreps. Or maybe it's Jer, J-E-R. Jer Kreps uh, was out Friday when he spotted a brown mink eating a plastic Ziploc bag. 
He said, I saw this adorable little guy who looked like a ferret eating a plastic baggie because there was food in there. No, there were food remains on it. Uh, Kreb, an animal lover, tried to do what he thought was best for the animal. I was like, this little guy can't be eating that, so that's going to hurt him. So I shot him. Uh, no. <laughs> he said, you hear all the time how wild animals shouldn't be eating plastic, so yes. I tried to get the plastic bag away from him. And when Kreps approached the mink to try and retrieve the plastic bag, he immediately regretted his decision. He said, so this adorable little guy who kind of looks like a chubby <laughs> ferret turns around and screams at me. <laughs> He said it was the S of nightmare fuel. <laughs> this thing sounded like a large cat. He said he started lunging at me, looking like, give me the bag back. I want to eat my effing bag. <laughs> I tried not to kick him, but kick at him, kick at him to let him know that I'm bigger than you. And I have a neurological disease that gives me weak ankles and weak wrists. So I rolled my ankle because oh, I have weak ankles and I fell and I broke my wrist. You don't want to go to the ground with the mink. He said, I know they told us to stay away from them. They're mean. They don't want to be approached by humans. But at the same time, I was like, it's a plastic bag. He shouldn't be eating that. He was trying to do the right thing. And then he says, well, I effed around and I found out. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. I fell over and broke my wrist like a little kid. Uh, He went back to his bag and I called my girl and I said, come get me. My wrist is broken. Uh, Kreps has a word of advice for people in Sunbury, and it is, leave them alone. Touch my bag again, I'll kill you. Uh, Kreps had surgery this past Monday, and we'll have a cast anywhere from 10 to 16 weeks, uh, depending on how it heals. In September, the Sunbury Animal Hospital warned the public not to approach the minks. I didn't realize they were that cantankerous. They are adorable. Yeah. Uh, But how many are still on the run? Don't know. There were 8,000 that were let out, so there's a few of them. Daddy, I've been meaning to ask you. Are you a minx? In and around. All right. More than $7,000 for a Subway Italian sub. That's what an Atlanta woman discovered charged to her credit card bill after ordering her regular number four from a Subway. Uh, her name is just... Or, no, it's... Um, this is a woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. So uh, her name is Vera Connor. There you go. She said at the end of every week, uh, she checks her credit card statements, and that's when she noticed a charge. So I know exactly what it normally costs, $7.54. But the bill for the meal charged to her credit card was $7,112.98. I'm looking for Vera Connor. Uh, Connor said that she noticed a number on the tip line matched several numbers of her telephone number. She now believes that the screen changed to tip when she was trying to enter her phone number to collect her Subway Rewards points. So she entered her phone number as a tip. Yeah, she said, I must have been uh, keying it in the pad and the screen changed. Oh, man. She thought it would be a simple fix, but for nearly a month, she has been trying unsuccessfully to get the charge reversed. Well, it's clearly that she did not mean to tip $7,000. Connor said the Subway store manager repeatedly refused to discuss it with her, and she received a denial letter. I can't hear you. When she disputed the charge with her credit card company. She said, this is unbelievable because I feel like everyone sees it. Everyone that sees it will know that it's a mistake. I've worked in retail before and I know how we tally up at the end of the night. Uh, Bank of America, which is the issuer of Connor's credit card, said they reach out to Subway franchise and its corporate offices. But minutes after tagging Subway on social media about this story Monday evening, Subway responded to Gray's multiple requests for comment and said that they were aware that Connor disputed the charge and the Bank of America has requested a charge back. So they they're working on it now. Listen, if things get desperate, it's a last resort, but you might have to call Jared. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs>
We're sending Jared yeah. over. No. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah. Here's your money. Keep the money. Keep the money. Yeah. Uh, curiosity, uh, play, or curiously, I should say, curiously placed pieces of dog food kibble caused an oven fire on Thanksgiving. This was in Massachusetts. Mice had been stealing a large amount of dog food and then hiding it in the resident's oven, according to a post from the fire department's Facebook this page. This is crazy. When I, when I saw this story, Preston and Kathy reminded me of you and, and the possum stealing the cat food. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was around 10.45 a.m. The residents began to preheat their oven, but they were met with flames and smoke. They immediately shut the oven off and called the fire department. The department took uh, the oven apart and extinguished the flaming dog food. Where the hell's our food? Uh, the residents' meal was unaffected, and they were able to cook it at a neighbor's house, according to the department. But, yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, that they, actually that they would do that. Stealing it and putting it in to the oven, and that is what caused that the fire. Shows you how infrequently they use the oven. All right, then we'll do one more story. Uh, yeah, let's go with this one. Residents of West Orange, New Jersey, have been left heartbroken after a wild turkey named Turkles. <laughs> Turkles the turkey? I Whose resilient it. nature and ability to evade capture brought the town together was finally snared by state officials. Turkles. <gasps> Turkles, who was named by a local man, first took up residence in West Orange over the summer. The bird's fearless attitude towards traffic and disregard for authority soon made him a local celebrity, and his fame only grew as Turkles spent weeks outwitting animal control officers. Is he the turkey Braveheart? Turkles claimed a patch of grass next to a busy road as his own, and he soon became known for his tendency to wander into the road, causing all sorts of commotion. On Facebook and Instagram, people regardly, regularly uh, posted photographs and videos of the turkey standing in the middle of the road, preventing cars from passing by, fearlessly pecking at tires and flapping his wings. Name's Turkles, bitch. Uh, despite sometimes causing mile-long traffic jams, Turkles was hailed as a sort of West Orange mascot. His popularity was such that on Saturday, businesses organized a hometown hero event. Wow. In Turkle's honor. Oh. Yeah. How did he taste? And last Tuesday, the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection told The Guardian that after a weeks-long effort, Turkles had been captured and relocated to Wharton State Forest, 85 miles away. That's a good business, Forest. But it has left locals bereft. Gia Garcia from the town said, I'll miss him a lot. I'll miss the daily reports on his sightings. I look forward to getting updates about him every day. She said, he was just our little uniter. Uh-huh. The one thing that makes us smile and the thing that everyone could agree on. Turkles is a fine-looking turkey. Turkles the turkey. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he's moved away. I would miss him. There you go. That is what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll test your knowledge. Lesson question from today's program. Giving up tickets to see Dave Spade. Dave yes. Spade this weekend. Yeah, we'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. See what you've been hearing with WMMR.com's Video On Demand. Watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans, station events, and take a peek behind the scenes at the station. You'll marvel at how anything gets done around here. WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. 
Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Tomorrow we get the holiday activities list from Kathy Romano. She'd have some holiday activities. She'd have some what? Hot cocoa. Hot cocoa tomorrow. Oh, we should. And like candy canes and Santa hats. So we're going to start that around uh, 8.15 or so. All kinds of things. All kinds of things will be involved in that. All right. We're going to do today's lesson question. We are going to give away a pair of tickets to see David Spade, who is going to be performing at the Miller Theater on Saturday, and the question that I pose goes back to our 6 o'clock hour. Oh, it was almost 7 a.m. by the time we did this, but in Squid Game The Challenge, two contestants are considering a lawsuit over injuries that happened during the reality show. Who do the contestants' lawyer want to speak with directly? 215-263-WMMR. In Squid Game The Challenge, two contestants considering lawsuits over injuries they had during the show. Who do the contestants' lawyer want to speak to directly? 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. We'll do the trash now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Mini Melts Ice Cream, the coolest on-the-go treat. Head to Wawa and grab a single-serve cup from the signature Mini Melts standalone freezer and make it a Mini Melts moment. Mini Melts Ice Cream, but cooler. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Kanye West blowing up rumors of a split after he was seen partying with Bianca Sensori at Atlantic Resort in Dubai. West admits that while he had fun in Dubai, nobody knows how to party like the people of Abu Dhabi do. Yes! Yes. <laughs> a swatch of bloodstained leather from the limo President Kennedy was assassinated in has sold for five figures at an auction over the weekend. No word yet on who purchased it, but the word is the new owner is looking to invest in a new attraction called Jurassic Kennedy Park. Oh, wow. oh my God. And finally, Britney Spears says that though there were a few difficult months, things between her and her ex, Sam Ashgari, are no longer toxic. Britney says she knew things had gotten better when her pillow had become less stained from tears and more from the usual drool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are going to see if anybody knows the answer to this in Squid Game, the challenge. Two contestants are considering a lawsuit over injuries that happened during the reality show. 
Uh, who do the contestants lawyer want to speak with directly? 215-263-WMMR is the number. And we are going to go to listener Dan to see if he knows. Hey, Dan, good morning. All right, Dan, who did the lawyer want to speak with? The squid. The squid. Well done on the, by the way. All right, Dan, hang on. We're going to set you up, bud. You got yourself some tickets to see Mr. David Spade, who's going to be performing live at the Miller Theater this weekend, Saturday. Some tickets remain at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. You can save big at the passing of the torch sales, November 27th. Why, that's today. Uh, and it's going on through December 2nd. And watches for him, diamond studs for her, and yes, even engagement rings will be on sale. Familyjewelers.com. A couple of things to mention uh, today after canceling three shows in the last week. Kiss returned to the stage on Saturday night uh, in Indianapolis. And during during a pre-show question and answer session, Paul Stanley told fans, I've done shows with cracked ribs. I've done shows with a 102 degree fever. And with how I felt this time around, I was wondering if it was my time. But anyway, I'm here and it's awesome. He had been battling a bad case of the flu, which led to canceling at least one of the concerts uh, the day of. So he, he must have been in a bad way. Must have been, because you never hear of kids canceling shows. Yeah. It's not something we do. No. No, not at all. No. So uh, next weekend on December 2nd, KISS will offer a pay-per-view of their final concerts together. Mm. It will be available through cable and satellite providers in the U.S. and Canada. You know, it's on the bill for that show. They're going to do some bare-knuckle boxing. Oh, yeah. oh they should. Oh. Ow. Spruce it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Hurts. Uh, this was sad to see. Uh, singer Jean Knight passed away. And we should have a clip of her singing Mr. Big Stuff, her hit record. So, yeah. Um, I did not look up any information. I forgot to. She was a mercenary? No. Uh, a soldier for hire? Um, she was uh, Operation Desert Storm. She was in the grove. No, she, um, I think she's from New Orleans. Pretty much this is what she's best known for. Yes. But a uh, backup singer and a, uh, you know, a pr- pretty robust history. But this song was huge. Yeah. Uh, it still pops up from time to time yeah. in soundtracks and things like that. But this is a great song. And I'm sure it's been covered before. Absolutely. Uh, but she was uh, 80 years old and... It says here that uh, they issued a statement that said uh, the family did beyond touring, recording studios. Ms. Knight loved cooking, and she loved cooking delicious Creole dishes for family and friends. Celebrated Mardi Gras with several local crews and proudly served on the Louisiana Music Commission as well. But she had a big, big hit with that one. So she she might have died from a prawn attack. Oh, a prawn attack. Those are rare. Yeah. Very, very rare. That song I remember just dominated for a while. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, Sammy Hagar recently announced his upcoming Best of All Worlds tour. Features him and bassist Michael Anthony, drummer Jason Bonham, and guitarist Joe Satriani. Uh, he then said in an interview he was uh, inviting musicians in every town to join them on stage. And that did include David Lee Roth. Uh, given the duo's tumultuous past and public digs towards each other, uh, Hagar was asked if Roth would be welcome to join the full tour. And he said he's not invited to the tour. No effing way. Wow. He said, I know better than to have him on tour again. Been there, done that. He ain't coming out with me again. Maybe one show, a song or two, if he remembers the words, to a third. Uh, in a statement posted later by Van Halen Newsdex, David Lee Roth was quoted as saying, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. The 28-date tour will focus largely on Van Halen music, including deep cuts that have not been heard live in years. So whether or not David do it, do uh, if he actually would follow up on that or not, I have no idea. We'll have to wait and see. He's a handful. And then finally, uh, Rush, Getty Lee, has accompanied his new memoir, My, Le- My Effin' Life, with some new music. In conjunction with the book's November 14th publication, uh, Getty released two demos, Gone and I Am You Are, that were both intended for his 2000 solo album, My Favorite Headache. Uh, the songs are featured on the audiobook version of the memoir and are headed to streaming services as well. How much uh, the way through the audiobook are you? Um, probably about a quarter of the way. Quarter of the way I'm through. I'm loving it. So yeah. this uh, solo album I'm unfamiliar with. Yeah, it's uh, Pierre had a sit-down... Uh, Really cool conversation with him before we became before we came over to MMR, and you know me being a big Rush fan, I was definitely aware of that that was happening. But yeah, uh, I, I like gave it a listen. It wasn't Rush, right? It's decent. It's cool. In fact, uh, Casey, the yeah. song that we play called "Headache" as a bumper bed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Getty Lee. Uh, oh, is and it that, really? Yeah. So bring it up if you don't mind. Yeah, and I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll play. We just played the beginning of it, um, and it's obviously bass-oriented, uh, but uh, you'll recognize this. Hi, Presbo. Oh, here we go. <laughs> ah, I didn't realize that was Getty Lee. Yeah, yeah this is from his uh, album, uh, My Favorite Headache. So, uh, The songs, by the way, are featured on the audio book version of the memoir, The Head of the Streaming Services. Getty says that uh, he discovered the demos over the course of writing the book. And brought them to his friend producer, David Bottrell, who did some work to enhance them to a point Lee felt uh, was good enough to release. Uh, in addition to the tour and book, he's doing the the book tour. Uh, he is launching a four-part docuseries that we talked about called Getty Lee Asks Our Bass Players Human 2, which will premiere on December 5th. And that's going to be on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, features episodes with Les Claypool of uh, Primus, uh, Nirvana's Chris Novoselic, Metallica's Robert Trujillo, and... And Melissa Oftimar of Hole and Smashing Pumpkin. What if you had a creature like the Horde that was Getty Bruce Lee Roth? Getty Bruce Lee Roth. <laughs> like the Horde, you know? And I love that. Yeah. Or like Voltron? Or like like in the Shyamalan and in, in Split. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. It was the Horde, right? I love it, yeah. Uh, Preston, Getty earlier in, uh, in Entertainment News, you had a story about Eric McCormack getting divorced. And uh, Getty Lee has guest hosts and guest interviewers on his, his tour for the book. Eric McCormack was the host up in Boston. What? Yeah, and of course, um, Pierre did it when he was uh, here in Philly during campout week. But and so, Paul, so he must be a big Rush fan. Yeah, and Paul Rudd right before that, too. So he says some really interesting people coming out and um, huh. chatting with him up on stage. But yeah, in Boston, he was at the... Um, 
the Orpheum. Theater. I wonder where he and Eric McCormack had uh, crossed paths because obviously you know Paul Rudd from I Love You Man, yeah. right? Uh, and all that. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. And I think I want to say Jay Baruchel did one as well. Oh wow! Uh, because he actually um, in one of their tours, uh, Jay did a video that ran because they would always run videos uh, during their their concerts, and um, and Jay uh, had a, a big part in that. So yeah, he's been having all kinds of celebs jump on board, and here locally, yeah, and he, Pierre Robert, and he thanked Pierre. Uh, uh, on his Instagram account, Getty did. He thanked um, you know, Pierre and Brian Koppelman, who did the host in, what was it, the 15th, right, at, at the Met? Yeah, so awesome. it's cool that he's paying homage Pierre McConnell in D.C., which was really cool. Mitch McConnell? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's really? Yeah, there's one question. subdivisions in the shopping mall, in the backs of cars. <laughs> There'll be cast out subdivisions in the back of my house there where I keep my, uh, my medicine. There's a bathroom. And, uh, and, and you remember Tom Sawyer, of course, you were. I knew him personally. <laughs> I was 41 when I met him. <laughs> You guys went to a shopping mall. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a shopping mall at the time. It was a stick in the middle of mud. eventually a shopping they hadn't built yeah. the mall yet <laughs> yeah. the okay. idea well, i had no idea that uh <laughs> mitch mcconnell was a uh a huge rush rush fan yeah, yeah. right <laughs> all right that's the last time <laughs> that's the last time in music news all right we will take a break when we return the letter of the day for the word of the week yeah. if that we come back stay with us it's MMS Local Shots, Artist of the Month. Coming to us from South Jersey, it's Ryan Wade. So rock and roll. Hear him on the air every Wednesday at 6.30 with your host, Brent Porsche. Search Local Shots right now at WMMR.com for even more exceptional local music. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. And the station that's always supported Philly's music scene. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. It's a Monday morning. Flying on by. And uh, next thing you know, it's going to be Friday. We're giving away our Word of the Week prize. We'll get to that in a moment because we've got uh, some letters collect and all that stuff. But I'll tell you about what all that is uh, in just a tiny bit. But uh, good to get back into the swing of things on a regular uh, scheduled work week. We had a short week last week, which, of course, was fantastic and and, uh, almost had Valentine's Day. That's okay. Uh, Thanksgiving was wonderful. Yeah. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. You guys still... uh, Digging on leftovers, we still have some. No, yeah. we we went to uh, our friends um, and had a little bit of a bite, so we are not inundated with leftovers. Ah, it's probably the way to do it. Have we, other people make your food for you. We gave half of our turkey uh, to my son, so his friends could all enjoy because they were doing a friendsgiving thing. But I still have some leftovers. You said it was the greatest part. meal you've turkey meal Thanksgiving meal you've had. Best Thanksgiving meal we've ever produced. It was fantastic. So good. Uh, Just loved every bit of it. Turkey. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah, we got our swim. Casey and I get from the same yeah. place. Bolton's. Bolton's. Yeah, yeah. They uh, when I was picking up my turkey, it said uh, on my little thingy, said, you guys rock. Oh, that well, that's cool. nice. Yeah. yeah I yeah. didn't get that. Oh, said, man. Turkey's dying words. Well, I don't think they know who I am. You guys rock. Yeah. <laughs> who ordered the turkeys? Was it your wife? Because yeah. I know she picked them up. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's why. But it was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, the bird turned out perfect. The, uh, every, all the dishes were excellent. It was a, a whole day-long cooking experience that I absolutely loved because I, I like being in the kitchen. Did you try it. the, um, what was it, turnip? No, uh, uh, Rochelle had already had plans for uh, a couple of varieties of, of mashed potatoes, so I didn't add to it the mashed turnips uh, from Jen Carroll that she recommended, but I have that written down, and I will try that uh, down the road a little bit. But, uh, yeah, just a great food day and... Uh, just a great day with family. It was wonderful. I enjoyed it. Hopefully that was the same experience uh, for yourselves, too. So, hi, Pierre. How you doing, man? Good day. How was the broadcast that day? Uh, almost eight hours. Eight I, hours? Oh, my gosh. I was listening. We, thank you. Yeah. Uh, you're the one. No. I was. So, I was listening. Uh, I love to put you on as I am doing out door decorations. Oh, cool. So I have, I had uh, my earbuds in nice. and uh, my dog was out uh, nice. and we were out doing the deal. And uh, yeah, so outside I was uh, rocking some, uh, some uh, Pierre. It was Thank great. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, we started at 10 a.m. and we finished about 5.30. Wow. It's that five, seven and a half hours. Yeah. That's a full day. That's a um, huge shift. Yeah, Sarah had come in uh, to take over at three. Uh, she, uh, we we actually texted her and said, you, you could just slow down. <laughs> Uh, we're not we're not quite there yet um because you got to go until it's done yeah i wasn't quite sure where it wasn't feeling quite done yet we had to oh we gotta get that i gotta get that i gotta get that Mm -hmm. and then i finally got that and i said now we're done it is a time to be with uh, people and friends and family and coworkers and whatever it's it feels right it's a quieter time in yeah. a way, you yeah. Know? And there's something I like about that. Uh, there's a slowness that you don't feel at Christmas time, or you know, Hanukkah celebrations, or whatever your thing might be. Uh, it gets it gets speedier from this point on. Yeah. And uh, you know, certainly the day after is evidence of that. Uh, if you were going out and buying stuff, so the idea of just that one. All right, before we start it all, I mean, there's a lot of work. Which can be stressful, but it's still a quieter holiday, and I, I like that. I, I didn't share with these guys uh, on Friday as I was leaving. Um, Pierre was doing, I think it was like the concert calendar. <laughs> <laughs> And he's in that that uh, you know in the in, in like this delivery mode. Yeah. Uh, so you know, and, and on this date back and blah blah blah. So, you know, he's going through telling you these really cool things. And I innocently, I did not mean to do this. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted the the microphone to overhear me saying yeah. goodbye to him, and I right. wanted to wish him a happy Thanksgiving. He also and, didn't want to wait for the end of my yeah, laborious. So he's in the he's in the middle of of, uh, of of two. I waited till he had a slight pause, and I go I go, hey Pierre, like that. Have you ever seen in a cartoon where like the the skeleton will yeah. jump out yeah, of the yeah. body? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've never seen. <laughs> Oh, I scared the bejesus out of him doing that. <laughs> Mother and, of Christ! And Pierre and Connor saw it. I mean, a, a pancake and Connor saw it. We were just they in, were howling. Oh, I we made a noise. Too. I went ah! Yeah, yeah. You're like ah! Your headphones came oh. flying off. Oh, it was. God. 
I right. screamed. And I listened on the way home. It was great. Thank you for sending Red Barchetta out to me. That was great. <laughs> You're quite welcome. I, you know, it was very funny. Uh, and um, uh, at that point, I said, eh, well, all right, let's continue. And somebody, somebody was born today. Oh, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we went to the break. But the uh. you, what the thing of that studio is, um, it's not good feng shui in there because you're not facing the door. Yeah. You guys are facing the door. So you can see who's coming in or if somebody's walking by the wave. Now, of course, you could I could close the door. But I like the open vibe of the open circulation, if yeah. you will. You know, and, and, and this hallway is the most traveled spot of the entire building. It's alive. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. it's very alive. It's very vibrant. I would argue the most vibrant of the, <clears throat> of the place. <laughs> and um, as you pass through, but it's also heavily traveled could to get to from one station to another in other parts of the building. So um, I'm used to the traffic going through. I like the door open. But you, if your back is to the door, which is the situation there, you can't tell if somebody's sneaking up on you. And you're in your little zone thing. Yeah. You know, doing your little feeble thing that I do. <laughs> and and then, and I'm easily startled and distracted. Uh, oh, look at that bright light. And um, so, um, you know, it was... Perfect. Have you ever thought of putting up a um, just a, a rear view mirror? Basically, they have for, <gasps> them for computers. Could put a rear yeah, view. Mirror. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. Some kind of gigantic, uh, <laughs> you know, three dimensional thing. Because a cup. It's happened a few times with different people. Bill snuck in one time, and I almost jumped out of my skin while I was talking. Guess um, who's touching you? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's all good. Nice. No, it was very funny. Nice, nice. All right, uh, let us uh, get the letter if you're cool. I'm good with letters here. Here we go. Let it. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the President and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. L as in lettuce. All right, and we will give away on um, Friday, not lettuce, but two festive gift packages from Omaha Steaks. One for you and one uh, to give as a gift. And the package includes four butcher's cut top sirloins, four mm-hmm. boneless pork chops, four gourmet jumbo franks, four caramel apple tartlets, Omaha Steak seasoning, and four Omaha Steaks burgers. You can visit omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use code WMMR at checkout uh, to get an additional $30 off of your order. Minimum order may be required. So we give that away on Friday. Uh, what do you have today? Well, we've got a block of Jimi Hendrix today. Uh, he would, believe it or not, it's his birthday. He would be 81. Oh, my God. Were he still 81. alive? Oh People that die that young sort of get frozen in our image at whatever age they were, you know. And yeah. 81 is just bizarre. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do a block of Jimmy. We, uh, Tim Armstrong of Rancid had a birthday over the weekend. We'll get to that. Uh, and we got a block of Ozzy on, don't forget, 13 Days of the Stones is continuing. Someone today... We'll have that Stone song. So that's speaking cool. of eighty-one, Mick Jagger turns eighty-one next year. <laughs> wow! Yes, it's true. Wow. It's still going. Still yeah, going strong and, uh, and going great. Going yes, yeah. some would Huge. say. All right, the President Steve Show brought to you today by Duncan, and the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. You can save big at the passing of the torch sale. November 27th through December 2nd. Tomorrow on the program Tuesday, so we'll give away a free tattoo. Loaded World Tattoo and Piercing with the President Steve Show Tattoosday. And, as we mentioned, a much-anticipated Kathy's Holiday Woo! Activities Woo! will be revealed tomorrow morning. So make sure that you're here with us for that. That's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye.
everybody. It's good to have you on the map. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, they mean it. Whether you're at the beach or in the mountains, Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform that simplifies selling to anyone from anywhere. Don't let the technical stuff slow your sales down. Because with Shopify, you can monitor inventory, track sales, fulfill and ship orders from anywhere with an internet connection. Join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide and start selling with Shopify today. Sign up for a $1 trial at shopify.com slash free 23. Shopify.com slash free 23.